Welcome back, friends, to another episode of Watch Closely. If you guys don't know, it's the weekly show where we do a, a closer look at world movies, television, what's streaming. Oh, dude, I tried to I tried to do a variation, like to kind of mix it up a little. It did not work. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> should I do it over? I feel like I should do it over. No, nah, just keep going. Let's just keep going. Let's keep going. I'm, I'm your host. I'm one of your hosts, Jason. And uh, joining me as always is a man who knows. Hey, hey, this is a good one. Uh, the teacher, the greatest teacher failure is. <laughs> Ernie, how are you? <laughs> what the heck was this intro? Hello, hello. What a great, uh, <laughs> what a great quote to just happened. <laughs> yeah, it worked out. That worked so well. It's like, I don't know if you messed it up on purpose and then you had that or it just was something no. you just had. So I was awesome. trying. I, I was like, that. I'm gonna be a little different than my normal. I'm just trying to spice it up a little bit. And uh, the yeah, words I did not. I think I, I forget what episode it was. Like two episodes ago, where you know I always do the little outro that I always the little little spiel I like to say. And uh, at the end of it, I try to change it up a little bit. And I was like, nah, nah, nah. I forgot what I said. I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, like this guy. <laughs> but uh, how are you? I'm good, dude. I'm good, dude. Uh, I'm glad to be. I'm glad to be talking with you and. Uh, and back on the podcast, I, I need to be I need a little cheering up, a little cheering up from, uh, we just got back from watching Talk to Me, bro. What a downer. Oh, man. Oh, downer. wow. Okay. Well, hey, you know oh, what? Dude, talk I, I to wanna, me I want to get your thoughts. Ah. I want to get your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, talk to me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we can, we can get, I, I definitely want to hear your thoughts because I have thoughts. I would love but. to hear your thoughts, honestly, more so than mine because I mean, <laughs> I, I think for me, this is like right up my alley of like things that I like, but I feel like. I had a feeling you weren't going to really enjoy it, but I'm curious to hear mm. your wife's thoughts more so because I was really selling it or selling her on it. I know. So, That's why. Uh, but yeah, That's why I, we guess we'll, <laughs> I guess oh, we'll I talk guess. about it after in our review area or section, I guess. But uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. Watch Mission Impossible, guys. But no, let's stay tuned for that. We'll definitely get into it. Um, but we got a lot of fun news to cover this week. And uh, it's a lot of writer strike stuff going on. I know they're they're meeting, uh, or they're supposed to meet on Friday, but I'm not sure what the outcome was. But um, yeah, let's let's get in. anything that you've been watching this week besides like movies. Um, that um, yeah, no, I'm so did I every time. It's always I'm always watching One Piece. One I'm Piece. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like trying to like really grind it out. Like I think today or might be it tomorrow. I, I don't know. My friends are all kind of meeting up, the, the big anime friends that I have. Not big as in, <laughs> as in their size, but like they're just big uh, fans of anime. And uh, they're all going to get together and watch like this thousand, 1,708 episode, 78 episodes, something like that, or oh, 79th. Wow. I don't know. But something big is happening. I don't know what it is. Obviously, I'm not there yet. I'm like 415 episodes in. And I've been just watching that and... I've been trying to watch like eight episodes a day, possibly even more if I can. Just like, you know, because they're, they're fast. The intro is long. You could skip like five minutes into the episode. And that's when the, the, the next part of the episode actually starts. We're like four minutes, something in like huh. that. I'm watching it on Hulu, so it's different for everyone, maybe. But so you can skip. So it's like a pretty good chunk of time. And then obviously you could skip. You could stop the outro if you want to go faster. I usually don't do this but there is so many dang episodes that it's kind of like i need to like figure out a way to to watch everything faster because if not like eventually i'll lose interest and i'll like stop i it i think it's well my buddy kyle he's the one that i always talk about but he told me today and he keeps track on me i don't know how 
that you guys are just a good head, head or like he's like an elephant. He doesn't forget. But yeah, he said it's taking me three years to get to, to this 415 <laughs> episode. He said because I texted him today. I'm going to get there, dude. It's going to take me. I did the math. I was like, if I watch like eight episodes, uh, uh, it'll take me like 83 days or something like that. 82 days, something like that to finish. Oh, wow. To get to where I like where everyone else is. And I'm like, I'm going to start doing it. And he's like, dude, it took you three years. You think you're really going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, man. Uh, yeah, other than that, <laughs> dude, funny. other than that, I've been watching, we've been watching, uh, I don't know if it's night, uh, dude, I, I'm, I apologize, guys. I don't, I don't know my 90 day fiance, like quite as well as I should. I watch it with my wife because it's like background stuff. And then like, she'll be watching and then I just really get into it. And I don't know what what I'm watching, which one I'm watching right now, but it's pretty darn good. It's like tell me who is it. I'll, I'll tell you who. It, well, well, there's is. two. I we just finished one with the guy that's like he's he's uh he's deaf. No wait, sorry, he's uh he's a sign language to speak. And mm. the late like it was, and he's like married to like some. I don't know if she's Filipino. I don't recall correctly. I'm sorry. I apologize. But like like when he goes on the first trip, like he goes on this trip, right? Let me just tell you a little story. <laughs> he goes on this trip to go meet this girl, and she lives in a like a uh, like her like where she lives isn't the best. Like it's like has like rats all over the place, I think, and like it's like kind of like crumbled up, and it, it's like it's a messed up like area wherever she's at. And like that night that he stays there, dude, the freaking her mom ends up falling down the stairs and dies on the floor. Wait, what? I haven't seen this one. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh spoiler alert. And I just would be out of me and my wife. I was like, what? And they just like were like, oh, she died. And it was like his first night there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, dude. I think he had spoken to her like prior to, you know, or he was. I'm, I don't remember correctly because I might have tuned out, but I'm not sure if he had met her or he was about to meet her that next day. And then she ended oh, up wow. like obviously dying on the floor, like, <laughs> and it's so random. God bless her soul. I mean, that sounds, but so weird. It's just like <laughs> that's so random. Yeah, random. I think it's much. other way. Maybe I'm not sure. Could but be, I remember? Yeah. I remember the the the, the deaf um guy being on. Uh, we haven't we haven't caught up on that one. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, sorry. Spoiler alert. I guess, huh? But uh, uh I don't nice. know. I yeah, mean, like, yeah, I don't super, think you care. But someone who's <laughs> listening is probably like. No, that's like the whole show. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. We just we just heard about the mom. Well, we haven't yeah. built we haven't built her up very much. But that dude, that's tragic, dude. That's yeah. unless it's unless it's like she didn't want to be on the show, and they're like, let's just fake let's kill her dad. off. It's no, like, like just, <laughs> it's like a Marvel character. It's a, <laughs> no, like, like they're just like let's just fake the death and say like she's not gonna be on the show. No, I, I wonder how much is like scripted because I feel like sometimes wild. like they don't want to either either they really want to be on the show and they want to get like a part like a, like a you know whenever somebody gets cut to like a, a you know you know like the office where it's like the side the side the cutaway when they're talking it's like that whenever you see a character get on that level then you know like they wanted to be on the show like a little bit deeper in the show because a lot of times like you meet the parents and there's no like like what they were thinking at the moment like they don't go back and talk about it and you're like ah they just kind of want to <laughs> they're like nah we're, we're just here we don't want to be on your show but yeah probably yeah, yeah no that makes sense i because I, I do notice that they, sometimes they they'll use like this like they'll use like family members and you could tell they wanted to be part of the show because they get like super dolled up 
Like they yeah. have like the craziest yeah. makeup. Like it looks like they're just nails done. Everything you're like, okay, you wanted to be in the show. Like you know, this isn't just something that's gonna pop out of nowhere. I mean, it makes sense. It's never gonna be like, uh, like the cameras are always on you, like right there and then, unless you're part of the 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 couple or you are the couple, right? It would make right. sense, but um, it's yeah, it's always like the sisters or the moms or something like. Yeah, you're just like, oh, okay, she wants to grow good. her her yeah. story. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I you know I was saying that I wanted I didn't want to spoil that, and I ended up doing it when I was watching. I used to watch, uh, man, I don't even know what it's called right now on top of my head. There was The Hills, and then there was something else, Laguna Beach, right? Laguna Beach, I think Beach, they yeah. co- both coexisted to, to kind of gather, and I, I watched it all during my years in college. Like, when I was, I, I downloaded every episode on my laptop, and I, yeah, and I watched it all, dude. <laughs> like, I watched every episode, and I was in a bubble where, like, I did not get it spoiled for me, and I was so grateful, so I, I feel bad now. Cause like towards the end, I don't know if you guys remember the hills, but the way that ends, and then it's like it caused this whole like controversy. Like, was it real? Was it not? Was it scripted? Just like you said, and that's why I right, brought it was that up. Yeah, yeah. And also, wasn't like the OC? Wasn't that a show? I think I so. I don't remember the names, but I know the one was the hills, and that's how it ends. But there was like another show of them, and then I think that sparked like a show between like some of the couples had their own thing i think um i don't remember honestly i thought my head dude it's been so it's been so many years i think that was like 2010 that i watched that i think i didn't i didn't watch it when i was out i watched it after the fact but i think that was wasn't that even like pre-kardashians i think that came out like it kind of set the tone no i don't remember like i i just remember of it i didn't remember watching it i don't know all the controversy yeah i think it was pre-kardashians because i i if i i want to want to be I, man culturally i became their style i right? don't remember but i think the hiltons which was like like paris hilton and uh what's her name oh yeah she, the, but i forgot her name but they're like they were called the simple life right and it was paris hilton and her other friend and they were just rich and they were doing like jobs and they were just surviving the world with doing stuff and it was weird because you know obviously they never did anything for themselves it's like a whole thing but Paris Hilton was famous and she was friends with Kim Kardashian and you'll see Kim Kardashian in the, like the background, not in that show, but like in, in like when you randomly catch like Paris Hilton, like posing Kim Kardashian would be in the back and she was nothing at the time. Uh, And then obviously she grew into the spotlight when uh, she had her acting debut with uh, uh, her boyfriend at the time. I believe his name was Ray J and uh, (laughs) just kidding when she made her porno. That's how they, Right, and then yeah, but that thing. I mean, they that whole family's just grown into like a crazy empire. Yeah, it's wild. wild. Someone was yeah. saying that, uh, you know how they they were saying like that Barbie ruined childhoods or stuff for like kids or whatever. You know how that girl was saying like you ruined people or whatever. A lot of people were saying it's actually the Kardashians who did. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I don't it's know. a I just saw it somewhere. It's a show to watch though, bro. Like it's it's one of those like. My wife puts it on every now and then. I'm just like, what are they up to? Like, I just want to know what they're yeah, It's up. interesting because they like, they're like, all, I know this is just kind of off the beating path, but dude, like they're everywhere and they are, they are smart. I know people say like, oh, I don't know. I've heard people say, oh, they're stupid in there. You know, they made money off of being doing this or doing that, but it's like, they're they've made money. Like they've got good business. Like they are not stupid. Like there's a reason yeah. that they're famous and they're still making money. It's, it's wild. 
Um, you know, I, I don't hate on that. That's that's you know, that's awesome, but it's crazy. Yeah, they're pretty they're pretty good business people. Uh I would say the only thing that I, I was really watching besides trying to catch up on Ted Lasso was um we finished Hijack with uh Idris Elba. It was a good show, bro. It was solid. I I'm excited there's gonna be a second season. Um yeah, that one was good. Uh, we we're really trying to slog through The Witcher, and it's not working. Like, I'm not getting into it. I don't know why. The Witcher's kind of like meh, like whatever. I think it's because we know Henry Cavill's leaving. Um, but yeah, we've been watching 90 Day Fiance as well. And but you, uh, you haven't finished The Witcher? Are you like at the tail end of it, or do you even know? No, nah, I think we're still in the middle of the first part. We haven't even gone gotten to the second part because you know they broke really... it up into two. I'm really curious. No, no, I'm not. I'm not even going to watch it, but oh. I'm curious to see what they do. Because remember, they're, they're going to do like he's mutated into something right. far different, <laughs> and then and it's like Liam Hemsworth. I like. I'm hoping that they like just show you Liam being part yeah. of the show somehow, and I'm so excited for that. Like, I just want to see that. Like, I, I think that honestly, would be all over Twitter, though, right? If it was, I think it would be all true, over huh? Twitter. That is very true. But, but again, I don't really follow the like the Witcher stuff. Like, it doesn't come out of my you know like. I don't really even get any Witcher things. Does that make sense? Like, so it, it, it's funny, like knowing that Henry's not coming back and thinking in my mind, like he has to go through these scenes and he still has to play the character and he still has to do it justice. But he's probably like, I don't like the direction this is going. So I, I'm always thinking he's like not really into it, but he does. He does a good job. But there was one part where he walks over to like this castle and he's 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 looking at it and he sees something in the window. He's like, this is probably a trap. And he's got the way he says, like, "This is probably a trap." And then he gets, he goes through the, <laughs> he goes through the gate, and then he walks by something, and he goes, "Yep, it's a trap." <laughs> just the way he like says it, it wasn't even Gerald anymore; it was just literally Henry. Right. That's awesome, dude. I it was like him in, in size. Like, I don't yeah, <laughs> I just, you know, it's funny. I just read, um, because The Witcher's not doing well. It, uh, you know, sorry to spoil that too for you, but. Apparently the show's not doing well. And like one of the producers of the show or something said like, there's a reason that we had to do this show the way it is. And we had to change the script here and there or something like that because, because of the today's youth and like basically blaming youth or the people of the day, why the show is not doing well. And that's why that oh. show was so different than, yeah, it, it, I was like, I read that and I'm like, that does not make sense. It's like all these great shows that you hear about, like the last of a succession. And it's like, it just, it's poor writing on their part. It's just, it, they're trying to have a scapegoat. Like, you'll see this a lot in a lot of movies now, nowadays, is like, oh, uh, the reason they didn't like this is because people hate this person or, you know, or the way this person looks or something. And it's like a scapegoat mentality. Like, it's like, no, it couldn't, it couldn't have possibly been the script. <laughs> you know, like, it just, I yeah. don't know, it's weird. Well, I was trying to go into it and judging it for what it is. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, I, I can always take that stuff and like have it in the back of my mind, but I still want to judge like the season based on like, you know, what is it they're giving us and like try to get into it, see it for what it is. And for some reason, I, I, I'm really interested in the, the, um, the, two, the, the, the daughter mother dynamic between, uh, what, what's her faces? Jennifer and Siri. Like that's working for me. And I know they're trying to push those two, right? But everything else, like the the king and the the squires and like all that stuff, I'm like, what is this? Like, why are we focused on this? And then whenever like uh, 
um, Gerald goes off on some adventure, like right before we get into any action, we have to cut back to that. And it's like, gosh, guys, what is this filler? Like, it just feels a bit, like I'm not connected. Like, and uh, that's the part that's bothering me. Like, I think they yeah. have, they have some good ideas. It's just the way they're executing. It's like, why? That's funny. Cause but, like when you watch, like, I mean, Game of Thrones is a fantastic show. I, I love it. I genuinely, I've watched it twice. Right. It's a good, it was good. It's a great up. It's a great show. And, and they do the same thing that the Witcher does, right. Is that they build upon these groups of people. And then all of a sudden that you go to another part of the thing, but then you build on these people and it's like, you start caring for these people and then you start caring for what this story is. And then they all interconnect at some point. And that's just great writing and great direction. And, you know, it's streamed or, you know, shown in such a way that works for us as the viewer. Like, I think The Witcher throws so much at you, but none of it just matters. Like, it just doesn't feel good. Like, to watch, yeah, when, like, you're just kind of. When you're cutting back and forth in Game of Thrones, you're like, oh, okay, cool. I kind of want to know what's going on here. Like, you know, like, I, I was interested enough that I'll be like, okay, let me leave this thread, this story thread for a bit because I want to see what's going to happen here. But in The Witcher, I get annoyed. It's like, no, I, I don't care about this storyline. I feel like with Game of Thrones, I, I, I started caring about each storyline to a certain extent. And there, of course, there's your favorites. Like there's some that like you, you, you like more than others. But all the characters were developed in an interesting way. You're like, OK, I kind of want to see what happens here. And that held your attention where this one, it's like, uh, I don't care about this one. Let's, let's skip it. Let's fast yeah. forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. At least is for like, me. I like that you said that you're like, judging it you know for what they're giving you and it's excuse me it seems like as though you're gonna like you know push forward and try to finish this season at one point do you just kind of go like this is not a good show like when do you just stop because you're yeah, already like good. having a rough first episode and it's like this is the first episode that's supposed to intrigue you for the rest of the seasons and they have like this whole season like you said cut in two and it's like, is it really going to get better? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, you should be able right. to know. At this point, maybe I'm wrong. You know, uh, you know. again, it, uh, I haven't watched the... I, I've only finished one and two. I never watched the third one. So, I, I wouldn't be able to, like, judge that. But, you know. Yeah. It's like if, if you started not caring about the characters on One Piece, right? It's kind of like you feel like you have to stick it out, at least to a certain point, right? Like, you'd have to get at least to the end of the season or something. Like, I don't know. It's just that gut feeling. Like if you completely lose interest, you're like, man, I'm done. Sometimes you yeah, can just yeah. walk away in the middle of the season. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like with, like you said, like with one piece, I mean, I loved what I have or what I had for like those episodes, like those few seasons that I watched and I was like, oh, this is getting good. And then you get to a part where I'm like, man, this is dragging a little bit. And I think that that falls with most animes is like some parts do drag. And you're like, man, I don't know if I really want to keep watching this, but I think, I think because the show has so many episodes, like again, a thousand, whatever, um, I think it's more intriguing because there's gotta be a reason that they're, they have so many episodes, right? It's like, there isn't like, it just, it doesn't make sense. It's like, <laughs> someone's watching this for a reason, right? Is what I'm trying to get at. And, and that excites me, but also like once you get to certain parts of the show, like I don't even know how to explain it. Like uh, again, like we're talking about Game of Thrones, you know how they they interconnect amongst characters. Like in in the One Piece show, you meet these random off set characters, and you're like, they mean nothing right now. And then all of a sudden, oh my gosh, they are something. 
And then it keeps going in there. Oh my gosh, do you remember that guy that came out? That's someone. And then it keeps going and you're like, oh, and then you start, you're like, they always will reference kind of like in Game of Thrones where they'll be like, oh yeah, the White Walkers and, and, the, and the, the dragons. And they, they always will mention it in the beginning. And then all of a sudden you get the dragons. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's how the, how the One Piece is right now yeah. for me. Like they kept mentioning these people and now I'm getting them and I'm like, holy cow, like this is getting much better. And it's, it, it's like so enticing to watch again. It's a, it, it was a, no, it's not a slow burn for me personally. Cause I like this kind of stuff, but like, again, there was moments where it's like, ah, oh, man, this is dragon. But those payoffs are just evidence of good writing, right? Like, you know, yeah, yeah. that these little seeds that they're planting, they're going to pay off later. And that, you know, that gets you excited to keep watching. Um, yeah, I, I, I do love, especially when it's, it's done in such a craftful way where you're like, okay, where's this going to lead? Kind of gotta wait for it and sometimes you just completely forget and then when they bring it back that's like oh that that's a that's a great feeling right? i love that feeling yeah. yeah when you when you it's like that uh leonardo dicaprio meme from uh once upon a time in hollywood where he goes hey <laughs> there she points at the screen <laughs> yeah yeah but that's see that's why we need good writers right like that's why studios need to i, I feel like right now we're finally getting to that point where we're noticing the 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 lack of good writers right like like a lot of shows are getting pushed a lot of things are getting canceled or bumped and so we're feeling those effects probably more so than we are the the actors strike so far because i mean yeah the actors are not showing up for press for certain movies um but you're starting to really feel like as it's been three months bro it's been three months since the the writers guild and the the producers have been talking and so finally we're getting a little bit of a, a back and forth where they're having that meeting. Um, do you have any, uh, any uh, thoughts or any uh, updates on that one? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I know we're, we're talking about this, uh, you know, about, well, I mean, we're always talking about this cause this is like such the big news, but apparently uh, some of the Hollywood studios and the streaming platforms are considering terminating like the first look and overall deals that they kind of had with writers because of the strikes. So meaning like there's like this clause and, and I might say this incorrectly, but it's called majeure and it's basically protects them from any unforeseeable circumstances. And if like, again, like the strike is happening, they can end a contract without having to pay the writer and or actors. I think some actors and some writers do have a different type of contract, depending on how big uh, and or like the, their, the way they handled their contract. Um, where they still get some sort of money because of what's going on, or maybe it won't get canceled. But yeah, like the majority of the, of the stuff that's happening with the strike, which is pretty crazy, is like that a lot of stuff that we were going to get is being terminated. So like they're like, we are not going to get some shows like right now, like right now, the shows and movies that are going to get canceled haven't been announced and or we don't know. Cause it could have been things on the back burner that like they could have been doing freaking Alfie two and Jude law was going to come back and we didn't even know, you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 like things like that, that we just, no one knows it just, it's happening. So, so, so when we get more news, we'll definitely share that, but it's just, it's so crazy. Cause you said we need better writers and it's gone now for three months. Like at some point writers are going to be at this point where, they're going to either have to, you know, get get with what they want them to give them 
or they're going to get what they want. And it doesn't seem like they're it, like, it's happening anytime soon. Like a bunch of actors have been coming out. I think Zachary Levy Levi was, was coming out and he was like, kind of like, and again, he was like, Oh, this was out of context, but he was like, literally said, it's kind of stupid that the strike is not letting me promote Shazam too or whatever. And I'm like, why are you still promoting Shazam too? Like that what we said over and done with. But still, like that, that was like a thing. Then we have Steve, Stephen Amell, which is uh, the, from Green Arrow. He had said that that uh, strikes were stupid in Africa. I, again, I'm not gonna quote him, but basically, he he's on the he's basically being now like canceled or like you know talked crap about right now. And then the the recent one we just got was Jamie Lee Curtis, and again, she was like saying that you know this is not helping anyone or something like that and that we should some something to to that extent and she's like oh this was taken out of context and then that happened like like a day or two ago and then now she's at the picket line you know with her with a pick with a with a with a sign and i'm like so she basically <laughs> shifted gears real quick before she was gonna get ended because like sorry the last thing i'll say because this is this is very true, right? And I, I don't know if this is true or not, but you remember the show Friends, right? When Joey says that he basically writes his own scripts or something like that, and the writers get mad and they kill him all. Do you remember this? When he's doing mm-hmm. the shows? I'm wondering yeah. if that's why like writers hold so much power in terms of like what could happen in a story. Like like let's say like uh I don't know, I I can't think of a writer like James Gunn writes a story and he gets mad at Henry Cavill. So he kills him off and doesn't let him have Man of Steel too. But he decides, Oh, Gal Gadot's going to get Wonder Woman three. And I'm just kidding. That actually is happening. <laughs> but uh, you know what I mean? Like he could have gotten pissed off at him and that's why it's happening. Or something. You know, like, like the power of having it. And because he's such a high up writer, people are like, no, we're going to take his word for it. Like we are not going to question why he's not going to have Henry Cavill come back. That's what I'm. That's that's what I'm trying to get at primarily mm. with with what I'm saying. But I don't know your thoughts. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean they do have a lot of power as far as where they want the stories to go, right? Like because the studios, like the higher ups, don't really have unless you're like a Kevin Feige, right? You don't really have, they they just want to make the money, right? They just want to know that the properties are going to make their money back from the money they spent making the movie. And so they're doing a lot of, it's a lot of like gambling, right? It's like, oh, I think this will hit with this demographic and, and we should do a movie that, you know, targets these people and that type of thing. But I think what they're asking for is reasonable, right? Like, I think, like, I think we've talked about this before, but they want the writer's rooms to have a minimum of six writers, right? If, if for short, for short runs, like if there's like a six season or six episode show, right? A minimum of six. And then I think, uh, depending on how many more episodes. So like if it goes up to 24 episodes or 12 episodes, if it's a, it's a full on season, they want a maximum of 12 writers in the room. And I, I think generally that that's decent, right? I think the more writers that you have in the room, the more, the more chance you have to have good ideas being crafted and bounced off of. And I think, I think writers know this, right? And so they're like, I don't want to just be by myself having to craft, you know, 10 episodes at this, and this quick turnaround. Like, no, I need a team that I can work with so that I can make sure stuff is working. Like, I can work on this piece while they're working on that piece. And I think that's just the nature of the job. So I think what they're wanting is reasonable. The AI restrictions, I think that's also valid. I think it's really interesting that 
it's coming in a time where AI is becoming so prevalent, right? Like the, the, um, the rights to like what, you know, what is considered, um, you know, if, if, if an AI can, can it be an assistant to the writer or, or can it, you know, I think a lot of studios are thinking, oh, we can just, you know, have AI take over. And I think they're, they're like, no, like we need to have restrictions to like how far we can use this tool. Um, and I think that's super interesting. And also like the, the viewership based residuals. So like, this is like, you know, how actors get residuals for, you know, they get payouts every time. So like they, they want something that's comparable. Right. And I think that that makes sense. Like you wrote the show, like you should be getting your fair share of the residuals. And I, it's just interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I th- wanted, I wanted to get into the residuals thing real quick because there was something that also came out on like a TikTok video that I seen. It was like an actor. He was from a Disney show. I forget what it was. It was like around the time that I was not a teenager anymore. So, um, like the show, what they would do or the the contract that Disney would do was, okay, we're gonna give you a contract for for this show, and it's gonna be two seasons or three seasons or something like that. And if this show does well after those two or three seasons, you'll get more money after the, the, those, the next, like for the fourth season, you'll get like a hundred percent or like 75% more or whatever the heck that they were getting for the show. And so what Disney would do is they would give them three seasons and it would be like the sweet, like of, of Zach and Cody. Right. And then the, this is not the show that I'm talking about. It's a, it's a different show. I'm just saying this show in particular, it'd be like the sweet life of Zach and Cody three seasons. Great show. Everyone loves it. It's going to make a lot. It's making good money. All right. And let's do the next. Let's do the next season. No, no, no. They're like, let's not do the next season. Let's do the sweet like of Zach and Cody on the cruise trip. So it's a different show. So they uh, never get that fourth season to make them more money. They were always. Oh, weird. Isn't that wild? So that's why you get those shows that will be like, that would be, that would be like, it would be like I said, it would be like the sweet like Zach Cody. And then. They would change it to, oh, now it's like a slightly different flavor. Another yeah, name of, but it's it's the same show with another under name of it. So it's basically a new oh, show, weird. and it's so crazy, right? That is wild. I mean, it's a little sneaky that the, how they do that. But also, the other thing I think we touched on might have been a while ago. Um, but it, this ties into what you love, which is like the streaming wars, right? So like it used to be that you'd get a residual every time the show became um, syndicated on another channel. So like TBS would pick up your show, like friends, right. Or uh, I think I love Lucy was one of the longest running shows on television. Like I think it's still being broadcast. So but every time it's broadcast, right. Our um, actors get a residual check, right. It comes in the mail. Like that's, that's a, that's their bread and butter. A lot of times when they get a great show, they're just going to keep getting checks every, every month because it's syndicated. Um, but now when they're, they're throwing everything on streaming, they have no rules in place for that. So there's no residuals coming when it goes to a streaming cha- uh, service. So like that, that's a huge deal because the people can be watching, like people can be watching hours and hours of the office or hours and hours of friends and no, none of the writers get a dime, right? Because it's like a streaming service. So it's like different rules. So I think th- it's, it's interesting, bro. Like, because I think a lot of times we were saying like, how is this going to affect the streaming wars? And, you know, the, the catalogs and the libraries like this, that this is tying into all of that. Um, so it's, it's interesting to follow. I think all of their demands, at least from what I've read are reasonable. I think it's just a matter of 
the studios just don't care like that. I mean, I think they're starting to care. I think the fact that they met with them on Friday shows that they're they're feeling a little bit of the the pain of not having the writers there, and they're like, shoot, yeah. all our stuff's getting pushed and canceled. But I, um, I've also heard like they're like, I mean, you keep hearing these things. Like they they keep meeting with them, but I think it's like nothing is being solved because they want them to kind of like just be get to the point where they're not yeah, able that was to so like brutal right yeah to, to to get to the point where they are never going to get their demands met and i'm with you i mean you know definitely get paid for what you do but also like i think i don't know i don't know how this works because i know you said that there should be like 12 writers in the room and all that stuff um do are, are all the writers going to get the same amount of money or is the person contributing the most going to get the most the most money right Cause like me and you could be in a, in a writer's room <laughs> and like 12 other people, but like, it's just me and you basically writing this whole script and the other people are just adding like, maybe they should make them with red hair. And it's like, how do you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know <laughs> how like, that residual works. Check. <laughs> you know, residual check, get that guy, get that guy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, how do they, how, again, I don't know. I've never read into this. I really, I don't, I'm, I would like to hear I'm someone's sure thought like on a, it. There's probably someone yeah. talking about it, right? But it's like I'm sure it, there's a level of seniority, right? Like like this person has X number of years experience, so he's a senior writer versus a junior writer. Like I'm sure there's there's got to be levels, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's <laughs> so funny. Give him red hair. Residual yeah, check is a residual <laughs> check. Yeah, like I can literally be in a writer's room not doing anything, and would I be able to get that money? But yeah, dude. I mean, it, it's just it, again, it's the streaming stuff, dude. That it that has caused this rift between entertainment, and I'm. Again, I, we talked about this so many so long ago. Like we, something was gonna happen with streaming, right? And it was gonna be the way that we're gonna get content, which was gonna be quality over qu- quantity. And what was gonna and then and we never. I don't think I thought this would happen. I didn't think so. I don't. I didn't know. I didn't know this was a thing. I thought everyone was okay and everything was fine. And then all of a sudden, bam, dude, Jamie Lee Curtis over here, uh, <laughs> all kinds yeah. of randoms. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It was funny. Remember your uh, this is just a one lo- one last little side thing about streaming wars. Go for it. Um, so I was watching a couple other YouTubers that do kind of like these live streams, and you can send them questions. And like, um, remember your your ideas about uh, maybe Amazon should buy AMC or something, and then like you could have the the Prime service get you into the theater. It's like included in your service, like you get theater access just by being a Prime member. And I was like, what would you think of that? And a lot of them are like, you limit the audience because now that theater is just for prime members, right? Like you basically like wouldn't, the general audience wouldn't get the perks of the prime service. So you'd, it's interesting. I think it's really good for the consumer. I think it's a great idea for us, but I, you, the, the, the theaters are still going to, or the studios are still going to want to get paid per ticket. And so I think it's a little bit of a messy um, no, no, we'll see. That's the I thing still like is, the idea. No, no, no. I, I think the idea is solid, but I, I think there's got to be checks and balances between it, right? It's kind of like when uh, Amazon acquired the MGM, right? They were allowed to purchase this, but they have to allow others to make movies based off of their property. Like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think like they don't. There, there's like there isn't. Uh, um, like they're not gonna keep everything. And keep it as is. Like if if Amazon buys AMC, I know that was like a stock thing. That's why we we mentioned it. It wasn't something I came mm-hmm. up with. 
they were it was like a rumor that they might buy AMC. But um if they buy it, they would still show Paramount movies and or other stuff. It's not just gonna be primarily Amazon things, you know what I mean? I think they need and what AMC and or some of the theaters need is like some sort of like I mean, an angel investor would be awesome. Angel investors are just people give you money and they want nothing in return until like eventually it's time to pay the piper and you're like, well, you know what? Now I have the money to pay you back and they get back what they gave you or whatever. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like they, they, they're able, they're going to be able to, again, you know, allow for theaters to keep, continue to thrive, but also give these other movies, you know, a chance. And I, I, I don't think all their stuff is going to be priority. Amazon, Amazon doesn't make so many movies like they i don't think i've heard of an amazon movie in quite some time that i've we've talked about at least maybe i'm wrong i mean again i'm not really on amazon prime all that much but like dude everyone has amazon prime at this point <laughs> like after right. covid happened it's like everyone have that had, usually had amazon prime because everyone was just shopping online so i don't know it maybe i'm wrong i, I would have to look at the analytics for this i have been done my due diligence so i apologize i think yeah i think it, it would be it would make sense to have other movies still playing in the theaters and maybe like anyone can just walk up to the theater and still watch the movie and maybe it's just the prime members get that bonus of like i can just scan my prime membership and get in kind of like a like an a-list so i think there's a way to do it um it's just something needs to be done because <laughs> the uh the uh, theaters are uh feeling it although barbie and oppenheimer did a lot for the theaters like that was that's a huge win for the theaters. so um we need more of that but okay let's get into the next topic um which is about an old show that many of you young ones may have never heard before um but there's this alien creature and he's a wisecracking old soul and his name is alf and apparently he's making a comeback on a Ryan Reynolds maximum effort channel. So Ryan Reynolds has this like maximum effort channel that he's going to be putting uh, content onto. I'm not sure. Like Ernie, do you know, like, is it going to be part of a streaming service or like, what is this channel? I'm not sure. I think it's going to be its own streaming service if I'm not mistaken, but he's trying to make his own. Uh, I got him. Yeah. I'm assuming. So, I mean, he's, uh, he's done so well with most things already, right? Like he bought that, football club Wrexham or whatever. And he made that documentary and made a lot of money. And I think they got to like, I forget what, I'm not a big, you know, footballer watcher. That's not a funny footballer. I don't watch football. Right. <laughs> uh, and uh, I think uh, they, they got to a point where they got like really big and it all took place after Ryan Reynolds had purchased them. Like they made it to the league that they hadn't made it in like eight years or something like that. It's like, Pretty wild. So mm. if anyone could do his own like streaming thing, it would be probably like Ryan Reynolds and doing that. I, I honestly, I'll be quite honest with you guys. I've never watched Alf. I don't know of him. I just, I've seen him and like, like at VH1, I love the eighties. You know what I mean? That those little documentary things where they show you things that happen, but I've never watched Alf. I don't know what he is. He's like an alien. I honestly thought for the longest he was some sort of dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a very iconic looking Muppet. I guess you could call it a Muppet because he's, he's, a, he's a puppet character. Um, but if you see him, you, you're like, oh, that's Alf. Like, he's very recognizable. Uh, I didn't really watch the show either. It was a little bit um, before my time. 
Um, but it's interesting that the 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 reprise is going to be in partnership with um, the uh, the original Alf creator Paul Fusco, I think, and Shout Studios. Um, and I I guess they're going to bring back like the original like character. Like he's going to be new episodes alongside. So I think what what I'm guessing is it's going to be a little bit more like of the times, right? Like they're going to put him into a nowadays situations and like how the world has changed since then maybe. So it could be interesting. I know Ryan Reynolds um, did a lot of things for Netflix. I was thinking maybe the maximum effort channel was going to produce it and then he was going to like sell it to like Netflix or something for streaming. But um, it's interesting. It's, it's just another one of those awesome. I think he did. I think he was also like in a, a talk show for a while or something like he was a very big cultural icon of his day. And I know this is before both of our times, but um, it's interesting that they're bringing him back. And I think like the Muppets, like, you know how the Muppets can kind of be placed into any time period and you get kind of that fish out of water or like, a, you know, you can experience the culture through their eyes. I think this is an all, another thing where you can put him into any sort of situation and he's kind of timeless in that way. So it's interesting. Oh, do you, interesting. Did you, okay. do you think this is like a good, a good idea, a bad idea? What do you think? I guess, I mean, again, I don't know the character, but it depends on how well it's marketed. I think if they like, if they're able to, you know, get the advertisement on like Twitter and like do like these random clips of them reacting to something that the Kardashians did or something. And it's like Alf going, oh, whatever the Muppet talk, however he sounds. I don't know. That's just how, because of his nose, that's just how I imagine it. Are you ready? Is how I imagine him speaking. Oh, the Kardashians. That's how I imagine it. But I am probably wrong. I'm going to have to look I up a clip afterwards. Watch some of it. <laughs> okay, I probably will. I'll check it out. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude. Uh, I, I, like, again, I think if they, if they like, if they're able to make this look like enticing. I think, yeah, definitely is going to do really well. I mean, personally, I have never heard anyone in my circle of people ever mention out. <laughs> so, again, <laughs> I, again, it's before my, it's, it's after my, no wait, before well, that's my why, time. So that's why I was asking if it's like a good or a bad idea, because like, is this something that's like so old? Like why even bother? Like nobody's going to like the nostalgia is not even there for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, see, it's too far. Like, if they were to bring back I Love Lucy, it's like, what? yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're bringing back <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and that's a pretty old movie, and that's yeah. pretty timeless. But I, I think it's just, I guess it would, it would, it would have to see. That's the thing. It's like for us, it wouldn't work. I feel like, but maybe for like your dad who watched it. I, I, I'm not. I'm saying your dad. You know, I don't know who the hell that knows. I don't know if he's watched it, but like someone who's older than us would be the one to be like oh i'm excited you know what i mean mm, yeah i don't know i just maybe it just maybe, doesn't work yeah. for me now but maybe i hope it's great hope it's awesome I, I don't i don't wish no ill will towards it but yeah it's interesting I, it, it, there, this is one of those ones where it's a little past our times and i think i think if you were to compare it to something like the animaniacs or like the tiny tunes right that that they're gonna do the tiny tunes university thing like that hits our generations or like at least in that realm of stuff we are aware of and stuff that we watched. So it hits us a lot differently than somebody who grew up watching ALF. So 
Um, it's interesting that Ryan Reynolds is taking a liking to it. So he must see something, right? He must see something in this character and know that there's a lot of people who liked that show. Or at least maybe he has relatives or somebody's like, you know what you should bring back? Like, I don't know. He, he must know there's something there. So it, I think you're right. If anyone can do it, it's, it's that team. It's uh, his team. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. So, um, okay. The next one is, this one's pretty cool. I, I think this one might be interesting. You want me to read it through, Arnie? Donald Glover and his brother, Stephen Glover, which I didn't even know he had a brother, are now set to write the new Star Wars series centered around L- Lando Calrissian. He, of course, he reprised Lando in the younger version of Solo. Um, He was Lando. He was the younger version of Lando. The smooth-talking smuggler and stylish space hero. The series uh, announced nearly three years ago was originally being developed by Justin Simeon, who has left the project um, since then. And Glover and and his brother are frequent collaborators who've worked on the show's Atlanta. See, I didn't know. I didn't know they they were both collaborators, but that's pretty cool. Um, the Lando series is expected expected to be set between the events of Solo, a Star Wars story, and Lando's first appearance in The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Lucasfilm is also has developed multiple Star Wars projects in development. Multiple film uh, in the past, uh, <laughs> we all know that. Um, but yeah, so you're gonna get a a Glover Brothers written Star Wars series featuring Lando Calrissian. That could be pretty cool. I don't know. What are your thoughts, Ernie? I mean, I it's Star Wars, so I'm excited for it. But I, you know, I'm not sure why they canceled it and why, because I, like I said, I think I think I wrote on there it was like three years ago or something like that. But it had been announced a while ago that they wanted to do something with Lando Calrissian and Donald Glover being that character, and then it just kind of died off and nothing really happened. And we're like, well, what what happened? Like, well, we're supposed to get this, and then, um we ended up just getting freaking that, that uh, movie he did with Rihanna called Guava something. I don't know if you've ever seen that oh, one. Yeah. It feels like summer. Dude, I watched that like movie like three times. Uh, <laughs> like one day in one day. Cause I freaking loved that out, that soundtrack. It was just so good. This is a short little movie, but um, great little movie. Um, I think it's called Guava city or Guava Island, something like that. But um, it was on Amazon prime I'm talking about Amazon prime, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd be down. I like Donald Glover and I've always like, again, I think, Oh man, we can't even spoil across Spider Verse yet either way. But um, I would be down for this show, dude. I as long as it's well written and they have a story to tell, right? I mean, I, anyone can make make a, a show and just it's Landel Calris Calrissian, but it's like they need to they need to write a story that needs that that needs to be told. Like it's got to be something that. Like, I want to know about, right? Like, how did he get to Cloud City? Like, why is he, why is he there? You know, that'd be freaking cool. You know what I mean? Something like that. But I, I, I don't know. Cause like, I really liked Solo. I liked this, the movie Solo was cool. I don't know why people disliked it. I thought the actor did a great job. He wasn't going to be Harrison Ford. I never expected him to be, but I think he pulled it off for what he was supposed to be. I think there was something wrong. I haven't seen that movie in quite some time, but I know something was rubbed me the wrong way. And I was like, man, this could have been a lot better if this, but I just don't remember at the top of my head. Now I haven't seen it in quite some time, but I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I remember walking away from that movie thinking that I really liked Lando's character. Like I liked what 
Donald Glover did with his character. And I remember thinking I would see more of that, especially the way it ended. It it seemed to lead into a spinoff or something where we could follow his adventures. Um, I liked the way it ended. Uh, there's a lot of middle part of that movie that just dragged. And I was like, oh, man, like, I don't there's no stakes. Like, I don't care. Like, I know, like, what's going to happen. Like, why do we have to see the castle run? Like, I, you know what I mean? There was like little bits and pieces where it's like, mm, I'm just not hooked on this. But I really liked the way it ended. And I thought this leads into a cool or it could lead into a cool story or a cool adventure from here. And so I was thinking that's what was going to happen. So it is weird that that the project kind of got put on hold. And um, I'm actually I'm glad it's coming back because I think there's a lot of potential. It's funny. It's been a lot, like a while, right? Like it's been a, me- a minute since we've seen that movie. Um, but I don't know, like part of me is really excited about it, but then also part of me is like, do we have to break down and dismantle every single character in star Wars? (laughs) That's another thing that's kind of do I, but I think the fact that Donald Glover's behind it makes me interested. Yeah. I I think, I mean, they're going to milk the character for what they got. I think they have this, just the thing is like, they keep trying to build like these they'll make a movie and because this particular actor is this character they're like well we're gonna make a movie off this character like as opposed to writing him really well in a show or movie and then being like you know what he did so darn well let's give him a show i'll hearken it back to uh breaking bad right breaking bad uh, a great show right Saul goodman comes out like side character he becomes more than that he's a great little character great actor right what happens why like 2017 i forget what the year is they're like you know we, we're gonna make a we should make a Saul goodman spinoff bring it out great show because they had already made such a great character in that story and all they had to do was tell another great story with that character that was already well told you know what i mean and it worked that's the problem here is that like they just are like, well, we're going to make this guy this and let then then we're going to give him a movie. You know what I mean? And it's like there was no heart and soul mm. put into the the character as much, I would say. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. It just feels like they're just trying to milk Star Wars as much as they can. It's like Marvel, right? They're doing a show of Echo yeah. and it's like, who the heck cares of Echo? Well, the other thing, if you look at it from Dan- Donald Glover's perspective, like say they do write a really amazing series, right? Like say they write this, um, this really, like it becomes really popular, really awesome. They do it for a couple seasons and then all of a sudden they're going to run out of like story to tell because they have to run it up against the, the, the sequel or the empire strikes back. Right. So that it is painting him into a corner in a, in a way, which if I was a writer, I think that I'd be incredibly frustrated, right? Because it's like, I can only tell so much story and then I have to stop because I mean, that's like, he's going to be yeah. to the point. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's what's happening with Marvel right now, right? It's like they, all the stories that they tried, they are trying to tell is supposed to lead up to whatever Kevin Feige's grand scheme is. Right. And so that, like, like you said, it corners them to be able to tell a different story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Marvel at least is at least the MCU is not set in stone. They have a lot of wiggle room to to move it around, but it has to be headed towards something. I mean, we can get into Marvel 
That's a that's another topic. <laughs> but yeah, I at least for this one, I, like I I'm encouraged because I think the the duo can write something pretty cool. Um, but we'll have to see. I know you see it sounds like you're like eh, I don't know. <laughs> you're very lukewarm on Star Wars. I know. No, 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 man, I, dude, I, I'm super excited for Ahsoka coming out August 25th. I believe I'm not mistaken. I mean, Donald, I love Donald Glover, bro. He's awesome, dude. I, I really like his music. I, lo- I like his acting. I like what he's in. Um, I've, I've seen that guy in concert. He's freaking awesome, too. But I'm excited for this. I like I genuinely again, like, guys, like, I, you know, I don't want nothing to go bad. Like, I if they announce something, I'm never going to be like, you know what? I hope this does bad. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm hopeful. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I guess, you know, it sucks that because like Jason brought up, it's like, oh, man, they're like milking these characters. Well, he didn't say milking, but I did. But he was basically saying the same thing. It's like they're milking these characters for more story. And it's like, we do we need this? You know, do we need this? Like, do we want this? And then it, you know, it happens like the part of me is never going to be like, oh, man, I can't believe we're getting this. This sucks. It's like, I'm going to get it. If I don't like it, it's like, I don't like it. Right, I don't like the Last Jedi, dude. Funny thing, talking about the Last Jedi here. I still watch it. I still like the movie, but I oh, there's some parts. Jeez, but um, I saw this guy when we <laughs> went to go get ice cream last night. Me, Jason, and the family, and there was a guy in line where we're getting our our little uh, uh, ice cream. He had uh, a shirt of the Last Jedi, man, and like well, I don't know what it was, bro. But my like mind went like, hey, how did you enjoy that movie? I wanted to ask him. But I was like, he doesn't look like the kind type of guy that's going to be able to give me a straight answer. Like, it, it just I don't know what it was, but he kind of I said I didn't ask him. And I'm like, I, I keep thinking about it. I'm like, man, I should have asked. Like, what what caused <laughs> you to have that shirt on right now? Like, why? <laughs> but that would be good. It's just me. I don't know. I don't know. I, asked him. OK, so we have. A couple more uh, things to go through before we get to our reviews. And uh, a couple quick ones. Um, IMAX for Mission Impossible. So Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part Part 1 came at this weird time, like right before Barbie Oppenheimer. And basically once Oppenheimer came out, it took all the IMAX screens away from Mission Impossible. And there was a chance um, or a possibility that According to the CEO of IMAX, Richard Jefferson, Je- Jelfand, I guess his name, he revealed that the seventh installment may return to IMAX amid the WGA and, and SAG strikes. The movie has had its uh, had its run cut short because of Oppenheimer, and Gelfand emphasized that IMAX's commitment to stand by its prior agreements. Um, so there was actually a, an, an update to this. Um, that I read uh, four days ago where basically IMAX tried to help Mission Impossible. Um, and they, let me see if I can find the quote, but basically um, talking to Forbes, um, the Bruce Marcano, I think the head of IMAX post-production said that IMAX had had asked if Paramount would consider shifting its release dates of Dead Reckoning Part 1 in order to allow a clear, uninterrupted run of IMAX screens, which would give it a bigger slice of the action. And Paramount just wouldn't budge. Like, they were just like, nope. They stuck to their guns. So 
I still feel like there's a chance because I think they're going to run out of steam in Oppenheimer like in a couple of weeks and there's not going to be anything, right? There's not, not really any huge things that, that could potentially take over. I still think a lot more people want to watch it in IMAX. Yeah, yeah, personally. definitely. I mean, you know, well, talk, talk to me about the IMAX experience. Why is it worth it to watch this movie like that? Oh, I know. Ernie has not seen this. And dude, I I keep raving like this is like this is like the summer movie. Like out of all the movies I've seen, I mean, Oppenheimer is pretty darn good. Um, I know we both enjoyed that one, but Mission Impossible has everything I want in a popcorn movie. Like everything you could possibly want. We got the we got the great action scenes. We got the mystery. We got the suspense. Like Tom Cruise being Tom Cruise. Like I the trailer. It lives up to all the hype. It basically is what I want to say. Like the trailer, like sold me from the the first trailer I saw, and when I saw the movie, it was just so much more. <laughs> it was so much better than the, even the trailer. And I feel like the trailer spoils so much stuff. Like you feel like it, right? When you watch the trailer, you're like, oh, I think it just gave away a whole movie. No, there's so much more to that movie. It's a it's a long movie, and what they do, just putting like the the things they put on screen. It's just such a fun ride, bro. Of all the movies I've seen, like this is, I can't, I, I'm trying to sell it to you, Ernie, because I know you, you're like, should I watch it? Like, dude, no, watch dude, this I, in IMAX. I'm sold. Like, I am sold. <laughs> I want to watch this really bad. Uh, my wife actually really wants to watch it really bad, too, and I'm surprised. Um, but I want to wait for the IMAX experience. Like, I don't want to watch this on a regular screen, but I feel like I'm going to have to because I, I don't want to miss it. But I know that, like, you know, we're talking about this uh, news thing where, it's going to come back and, and, you know, eventually after Barbenheimer and all that, you know, has its little runtime and all that. And I'm like, man, should I wait? And like you, you're right now, you're selling it to me and you're telling me, oh, this is, you know, this and that. And I'm just like, man, I don't know. At this point, I don't know because I want to watch it really freaking bad. And, and like the other day I pulled out my, my, uh, AMC a list kind of, uh, the app or whatever. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to buy a ticket for, we'll watch it on Thursday. And so I did that. I pulled it out and then it wasn't, it wasn't on like it, it, there was no showing for the week and I'm on no way. Did they get rid of it already? Like what's going on? And so I looked up that article that you had sent me and I'm like, okay, so it's going to come back. And then all of a sudden it randomly came back on that Thursday that I wanted to watch it. And by then we decided not to go anywhere. So I'm like, dang it. Like got to watch it. And it's like, (laughs) <laughs> it's like a whole, I'm like, oh man, it's like, I'm never going to get to see it, but I do to, I, I, should I just go watch it or should I wait? You know, like that's my big question. Well, cause people are asking me like, should I watch Oppenheimer? Cause I, I mean, there's, there's watching Oppenheimer in IMAX and then there's watching Oppenheimer in 40 in 70 millimeter IMAX. Right. Like I know we went kind of like the hardcore route, but if you if you can watch like for me, what makes a, an IMAX movie worth it is seeing that that larger than life, like amazing action. Like there's those are the things I want to see on the big giant screen. So this movie has so much like action and awesomeness that I feel like it deserves to be watched in an IMAX. But if you can't watch it in IMAX, like if it's not showing, at least go watch it in a big screen, like try to get the biggest screen that you can find. Um, It's just a it's just a shame that. It got drowned out by Barbenheimer. Like who who would have thought that that would be that would be the cultural phenomenon was those two. Uh, they should have just pushed it like, you know, it's four weeks after Barbenheimer. Yeah, and something like that. Good. I I kind of kind of like the Hans and Mansion. I, I told you about this, but 
Haunted Mansion is a great little movie, dude. It is an awesome movie. I loved that movie. Like, I keep thinking about it, and I want to watch it again. That movie should have been out in October. It should have been out in October. It's such a great October movie, like October vibes. And they freaking brought it out. What? What was it like? What did they come out? Uh, Not August. Um. Oh my gosh. July. July. Sorry, (laughs) I couldn't even think of the dang uh, month. But I'm like, why? Why do this? I know there's some sort of stupid thing, the reasoning behind it, but whatever. Um. Yeah, I don't know. This is the thing is, okay, I, I get why Oppenheimer is on IMAX. I do not get why Barbie is. Like, you don't need to see that movie in IMAX. Like, I don't know if someone is like, man, there's there's this shot where she runs down the San Diego, or I mean, the freaking the pier or something like, no, you, you, you really don't. You really don't. I, I'll tell you that, guys. You don't need to watch it like that. It's, a, it's great to watch in the movie theaters. But not not an IMAX. You don't not need that movie in IMAX, dude. I don't know what you're you're not gonna get anything crazier. I I maybe I'm, yeah, I'm wrong. I, I don't know, but I think Oppenheimer has all the IMAX, or at least most of the IMAX, and then Barbie's in most of the Dolby's, I think. Oh, that's that kind of how it's split. Yeah. But yeah, dude, you want to get into like uh uh well any other news bits that you wanted to cover before you jump into some of those reviews, guys. I want to get your thoughts on on a couple of these. No, yeah, let's do that. Let's go into the movies. I I mean, we've already talked about Wonder Woman uh, being announced by James Gunn. I kind of slightly got into it, but uh, she's going to get a Wonder Woman 3 and Gal Gadot, I think. I don't know if she did it in an interview. Um, She was just basically saying, like, we're going to get a third one. And then everyone's all pissed off because they're like, well, what the heck happened with Henry Cavill? And why couldn't he come back? Because he was too old or whatever. And it was like a thing. And I was like, well, yeah, it's true. But yeah. Of all the things that people didn't like Black Adam for, I feel like bringing back Henry Cavill was not one of the ones that people should be mad about. Like, we at least got a little bit. <laughs> of something, right? Like, yeah. yeah, I, I just... See, I it's crazy, bro. I was... I, I you know, I, I loved... I love Henry Cavill as Superman. I, I really liked him, and I wanted him to have his moment to shine with, um, with another Man of Steel, too. And, and we didn't get... You know, sadly, we didn't get that. But, like... I was re- I always rewatch that movie like randomly, and and uh, someone had shared a clip where they were putting it side by side with one of the animated series of Superman, and I, and they were showing these moments. I'm like, oh my gosh, now I know why I love it so much because <laughs> it reminds me of the animated series. I freaking love the animated series as a kid watching it, and even as an adult, I started watching it again. It's so freaking good, so well done. It's good, bro. Dude, it's so yeah. freaking good, and man. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I won't get yeah, it. I'm done, dude. I, I just, I feel like we're just yelling at a, at a wall. You know how when people are like <laughs> mad and they, and like, you know, like teenagers, they, they yell into a pillow because <laughs> they were, they're grounded because of something they did. Right. That's how I feel. I think that happens in Lilo and Stitch, right? Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, she like, goes, ah! She's that's how I feel when, you know, we're talking about the, like Man of Steel 2. It's like. Might as well just yell into a pillow. There's <laughs> nothing gonna happen. <laughs> well, okay. So one of the things that I was actually telling my wife um, that's related to this was, um, I was I was listening to some uh, YouTuber the other day, and they they reminded something of, in me that I used to be very optimistic of uh, as to like giving everything a chance, right? Like everyone has a story to tell, and you should be 
you should be open to hearing their story, at least hearing their story. Like, but like, I, this is how I feel like we should be with movies. Like, yes, we're not going to get the Man of Steel 2, but we're going to get this new version that James Gunn and Peter Saffron are doing. And like, I know they're going to be putting a lot of effort into it. Right. And I should be able to go in with a fresh set of eyes and like, just see like, what's the story we want. They want to tell us, right? Like I want to, you know, I feel like I, I used to be a lot better than we're getting a lot more jaded because we're getting all these like movie after movie where it's like, Oh, this is not good. Oh, this is not good. Like, why is the quality not like, and I think we need to focus on this could be awesome, right? This could be a really great uh, turn for DC, or this could be a really great turn for Marvel. Like every new movie that comes out is another chance. I feel like we need to embrace like a little bit more positivity. Cause I feel, I, at least for me, I, I remember thinking like yeah those are those are good days yeah, we, should, yeah. we should focus on that and that's funny is i'm so glad you brought that up the, the other day i was watching a movie and i forget what it was at the top of my head i know it was in the movie theaters i think i want to go see i don't know if it was haunted mansion or something else but i remember watching the movie and just being so just like you know, doing this podcast and then being a little bit more verbal or vocal about everything we, you know, we like our thoughts and everything. It's like, it's a thing. Obviously we all have to share them, but I just remember being like, I'm going to get lost in this moment. And I did. And I saw um the movie for something so different than being judgy the whole time. Like, I think uh, we, we always talk about this with like reviewers, but you know, sometimes I think people review things and, and they see it in such a different light than, like I think when I first started the podcast, I would see it in two different aspects: what I think, and then what I would think people would think. And that was all. That was very, for me, for some reason, it was very exhausting, right? To think of like, oh, maybe this is well, this is for kids. And so eventually, that all spawned me always saying like, this isn't for us anymore, because it isn't for mm-hmm. us. It's for like the new generation. I know you were talking about how you know, things of scripts and change and you're kind of like, Oh man, you know, maybe we should give it a chance or whatever. Give it a chance, you know? And, and I, I, I agree with you, dude. You, you're, you're your own reviewer, but I think you were so jaded at sometimes because of YouTubers and those people that make like those, because you can find this anywhere. We aren't them obviously, but if you watch YouTube videos of people, like if you type in matrix four, there's going to be a video of like someone talking just crap. And that changes your opinion. Yeah. That changes your opinion. Yeah. Like, I think, like, with Rotten Tomatoes and freaking and uh, those tomatoes that are rotten or whatever, like, you see that the score is 50, and you're like, man, this is a garbage movie. And it's like, how do you know? Right. Before you even judge it for yourself, you already have yeah. a preconceived exactly notion yeah. of what you think it, what do you expect it to be? So I forgot what someone told me. I, dude, I, cannot remember at the top of my head there was something that someone told me you're not gonna like this and i freaking loved it and i was like dude oh it was tron legacy uh, it was tron legacy before i saw the movie i saw the the ron tomato score and it was really bad and i and i remember reading one of the reviews and it's like oh if you and if, uh, this pisses me off but it's like it was like oh if you want a good uh movie about the social uh, i forgot how they said it, it was like something about having to do with basically social media and or something having to do with <laughs> with electronics or something go watch the social network 
And I was like, it pissed me off. That I was like, this is so such a stupid. And they were a high marked tomato score or whatever, you know, those, uh, the reviewers. And I just remember being like, I, I remember thinking like, I will never trust the reviewer again ever since that. <laughs> terrible take. That was your moment. Terrible take. How funny. Yeah, there's just some reviewers that have complete opposite opinions of you, right? Like you can't always take them for face value. It's, it's interesting. And, you know, movies are so subjective, but uh, I do want to get into at least a couple of your thoughts, dude. Haunted Mansion. So we both saw it. Uh, I got to see it at the drive-in movie theater. We went to a drive-in theater and uh, it was pretty cool. It was kind of fun. I haven't, hadn't been to a drive-in theater in a while. If you have never, never been, you should definitely, definitely check uh, it out. When you say you go to a drive-in theater, my first thought, maybe it's just me and my head in the gutter, but I'm always thinking like, you're going to go there to make out. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we tried. That's what you we tried. tried. Yeah. Gonna, <laughs> just kidding. He's nah. like, we tried. It didn't happen. It did. <laughs> there, dude, it was packed. We we went. There was so many people. Like there was a line to get in. And uh, at, well, obviously we went opening day or opening weekend for the movie. And so there's a lot of people wanted to watch it. But that was the pa- most packed I'd ever seen a drive-in theater. Like all these cars were lined up. All these families had like these big loud speakers. Like we almost didn't even need. Uh, audio speaker like usually you have to tune in to a freak uh, uh, a radio channel to get the audio and everyone had their sound blasting and like you could just hear it and it was all echoing throughout the whole part and they, they actually did a really good job of telling people to turn their lights off like if you're driving around or something like they they had like this crew that would walk up and be like hey turn your lights off and if you had your engine on and for some reason the lights couldn't turn off they'd like actually bring like these like plastic bags and like tape your tape How your cool. lights that's all, that's fine. it was like cool and uh, it was fun. We, like we, we were watching it right across. Like they had like a little uh, concession thing where you could go get nachos or hot dogs and or whatever. I, I saw, dude, the nachos, they're pretty that we got the regular ones. My wife just wanted to kind of like uh, jalapenos and cheese. And, yeah, like, yeah, the, the bare, usual, the usual, you know, of course, basic, the good stuff. But they had like a loaded one, too, that looked really good. But they're pretty solid. Loaded um, like with like what, definitely chili cheese go. or what? It had cheese. It had a. Uh, had, yeah, it was like classic cheese jalapeno. Now tell me so, how, how how was the mouthfeel of the chips? I'm just kidding. The chips? <laughs> no, it was were not stale. Was the cheese? Was the, <laughs> give me the viscosity of the, the cheese. cheese was, was it? Fresh. How was the viscosity of the cheese? Was it? Was it? When you, <laughs> how was the how was the cheese pull when you pulled yeah. it off the, the pile of nachos? <laughs> this is random, but I had like I, I work as a, a waiter and I had to. Uh, sell beer and i was talking to this guy and and he uh, he was asking me a lot of questions about beer i'm not a big beer drinker i don't really drink alcohol but i know certain beers or stouts particularly darker beers and i was and i sold them on uh, i was trying to sell them on this beer every knowledge bit of knowledge that i had and i used these words that i don't even <laughs> think he understood and i'm what's the mouth be able to this and that <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> And I, this one is more hoppy. And, uh, you will taste the wheat. You'll taste the, 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 <laughs> I, I sold him out a beer eventually. And he's like, and then he, it was funny because he was like really glad. And he's like, Arnie, I thought, he's like, Arnie, how, why, do you, why do you know so much about beer? And then I'm all, well, because I'm a drinker, I said. And then he started laughing. But <laughs> <laughs> no, he said, but, and I'm like, no, it's because, you know, it's my job. And obviously I need to be well versed in what I'm selling you because if not, it would be terrible. Like, I'd be terrible at my job, right? It's like I don't know anything, but 
It's just funny. It's a little silly story. <laughs> He's like, I do like the mouthfeel of this one. <laughs> oh, that, well, uh, you're right. It does taste <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's fun. That was funny. Wine people are uh, wild. I, I don't know if you ever met a wine person. People that, are, mm. that drink wine, those guys are those guys are on a level that are they're wild like do you see like when they they they, they mix the cup and then they, do you see i forgot what they, they call swirl it. it they swirl it they swirl it they smell it and then and then it, it, if you see the glass there's like not strips but there's like the, the way that it goes down if it stays like in a loot in a in a in, in the glass and it's going down a certain way that means it's still fresh if it doesn't do it, it's not fresh. And I forget. Yeah, it's like clinging to the glass. Yeah, I, forget yeah, I forget what, what the heck that's it. called. They call it something, and I, I, it's like a thing. I always check it myself personally, because <laughs> when I'm I'm selling a wine, people are. I've had. Well, did I? Sorry, sorry, got a little red. I've had some some wine people that are you know they're they're heavy wine drinkers. They know their stuff, and then I've had some wine snobs, dude. And this is probably really mean of me, and I maybe I should tell the story, but I want to tell it. Is uh, I had this wine snob dude come in. And they're like, oh, okay, can we have this wine? Brand new bottle, put poured poured in the glass, and like, you know what? This one seems as though it's not good. Like there's something like it's been used. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, no worries. I'll get you a new glass. And I went back and I poured the same bottle in a new glass, same same bottle, and they're all much better, much better. And I was like, oh my gosh, no way. <laughs> How funny. Well, that, that is, they just like the glass. They just, no, no, no. <laughs> I just think they just think that that's like the first thing to do is like, like all oh, we had to say no to the first glass, but whatever. Right. Oh, that's. It's a whole other culture, man. Definitely. Wine tasting. Winers, yeah. they call. They're called. I'm just kidding. The winos. All right, but continue. Sorry about your your little uh, adventure in the drive-through. So, well, I mean, so I I'll admit I didn't see a little bit of it. Because I was in line getting the nachos. Um, and it's funny because like across from me, they're playing Barbie. Like I could see Barbie pretty clearly. And that, that thing was blasting too. Um, the Both of the projector screens were pretty um, improved from the last time I saw a drive-in. Like it was really sharp, really bright. Um, Haunted Mansion though is like a pretty dark movie in general. So I was surprised it shows, showed up pretty good on the, on the screen. Um, but overall, dude... A lot of laughs. I had a lot of like f- chuckles, funny moments. Like there's a lot of goofiness. It wasn't scary. It was like more like silly, scary. Um, I can see a lot of people liking this movie. I think. Um, I think it's. It, you're right. It should have come out in October. I think it would have been great. Even if it was like a Disney Plus, maybe it will come out on Disney Plus for October. That might be cool. Um, the cast was great. Owen Wilson did a great job. Lucky Stanfield, dude, freaking. This guy was this guy was moving me with like simple dialogue. I remember why I told my wife about it. I was like, dude, that guy was firing on all cylinders in that movie, dude. Freaking awesome. Um, I loved like his anytime he was like on screen, like telling his backstory or whatever, like it was great. Anytime he had a good monologue. Um and Tiffany Haddish, dude. Well, I'll let you get into it. Like, what you what were your thoughts? I thought you were gonna mention uh, Jared Leto, but I'm sad that you did not. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jared Leto could have been anyone. Like, you couldn't even tell it was Jared Leto's voice. I'm glad it was, but, but but I'm glad it was Jared Leto. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Knowing it was him made it a made much better. Yeah, because uh, Diane told or my wife, sorry, she's like, "Oh, that's Jared Leto," and I'm like, "Yeah, it's Jared Leto." <laughs> but I think she, I think you see him a little bit at one point, but I. 
Yeah. Um, so my experience, I, I went to, well, I went to AMC. I didn't have a drive through. I drove to the AMC. Does that count? Um, I didn't have <laughs> okay. to, I didn't have to go get nachos. I, I think we skipped, um, our, uh, actually, no, we, had, we ended, you know, we, we, we did, we got popcorn, but we got there on time, but we got popcorn and it was like super salty. Like it was like, Oh, like no. unbearably salty where we just didn't even enjoy it. And my wife was like really looking forward oh. to it. And uh, other than that, everything went well. Great seats. Like our theater wasn't packed, but there was a, quite a bit of people. And we did get a lot of laughs, dude. Great. Like, again, like you said, great cast, dude. Owen Wilson, show stealer, hilarious, dude. I freaking loved everything that he was doing, dude. It was just so funny. And I, 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 I was hoping that he was going to be a real, pre- oh, I mean, dang it. I, was about to spoil something, but he's a priest, right? In the movie, um, I'm I oh man, I, I guess I can't get into it. I think one of the clips spoils it. Yeah, they, I it think. does. But I, I, you know, for those people, I guess who haven't seen him, maybe I shouldn't say anything. But ah, uh, whatever. I already said it, didn't I? He's not a real priest, right? But like, I was hoping that like throughout the movie, he becomes a real priest, or he's just a real priest. You know, that lost his way or something. It just would have been way more funnier. I freaking like a twist. Yeah, like a little twist. Cause at the like he has his car and his car says my co-pilot is Jesus or something like that in his car. You don't remember this? It's like these little small things. It is so freaking funny. But uh like he's Stanfield, bro. He's such a great actor, bro. Like like you said, moving, like when he just cries like all randomly. He's again like like the Margot Robbie, where he could just like shed a tear and you're like dang that was really well like done he's a good actor um rosario dawson tiffany haydish was awesome too danny devito was just danny devito i think me and both of you just said that like i think he could have like you i think you were saying this he could have been in any movie and he could have been that same character right like that's just who he is yeah someone was saying like he didn't know like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did he even know he was in this movie because he was just like wandering around and we're just filming him <laughs> he just showed just up on set <laughs> and uh rosario dawson was cool the little boy was pretty cool too i, I don't remember his name out top of my head um but i for me i know you said it wasn't too scary it creeped me out it, it creeped me out pretty pretty well like i think it had a really good like balance of like that funny and that tone and i think if well, I've watched his documentary when they were talking about Walt Disney and how he wanted to build the haunted mansion and he wanted the haunted mansion to have two different sort of feelings, which is like the fun party go the the ghosts and then the the other part is like the darker area where it becomes a little bit more darker and death and all that. And there's like the difference when you're in the ride, at least the one in California. Mm-hmm. And I think they had that really good balance in this movie. And uh I think like you said, I think when it comes out on Disney Plus, I think it's gonna have a like a a resurgence of like fandom. Like, I think it's going to do really well. Like people are going to watch it and be like, man, this was a sleeper hit. Cause it's such a great little movie. Like it, I didn't have any complaints, at least personally for me, maybe some people did, but I, I, I don't know what they were. Cause I know it didn't, I don't think it reviewed well and I don't read those reviews. So I'm curious to hear what their negative or not negative, but their opinions on it were, you know, that, that made it, that negative score but honestly don't care but I, it was freaking awesome I really enjoyed it bro yeah it was, it was a fun movie um, I, I can tell you why people don't like it and I, I it's pretty obvious it's, it's the same reason they don't like the ride right like 
this makes light of a lot of dark things, right? Like if you if you don't like uh, seances or conjuring spirits or being possessed or uh, you know, there's even like they they upped it with like a as a slight spoiler, but like there's mentions of like blood sacrifice and like the, I was like they didn't need to do that, but they threw it in there. Um, doesn't really spoil the movie, but if you don't like the haunted mansion that's not the nightmare before christmas version like you're not going to like the movie just for those things right if you love that ride if you have fun with that ride it's that same fun tone it's that same like kind of goofy making light of you know it's a, it's a touchy subject for some people i think that's why i think that's why it'll get some of those reviews but honestly like if you're the type of i mean yeah, if you don't want your kids watching that sort of state, sort of thing, you're not gonna you're not gonna watch them. But if you're the type of person that kind of get past that and just like see it for a fun movie, it's not a bad movie. It's like it's it, there's a lot of funny moments. There's a lot of fun laughter. I I think just a matter of your 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 perspectives. I do. There's a couple of things that I did want to spoil, but I'll, I'll hold I'll hold back. We'll we'll keep it a we'll keep mm. it light today. Um, but I did hear there was a an article that came out that said the original ending for this movie was a lot darker than what ended up being. I heard about that too in the, in the theater. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. I was, I'm, I'm I'm glad. I'm kind of glad the the ending that they went with. I think it could have. There's there's a there is a version where you could see it being a lot more ah like a little bit of a downer. But I'm I'm glad the, the direction they went. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it's funny because I thought I had the same thought. There's like a moment where I'm like, oh, okay, this is, it feels like this is what's going to happen, but it doesn't happen. And I'm like, oh, this could have happened. <laughs> well, that's yeah. anything is like, the, <laughs> yeah, there it is just a makes moment sense like, for it oh. to kind of like go down like that. But I wonder what we'd, what it would, what the feeling would have been too. Like if it had gone down that road, I wonder if you would have liked the movie as much or you would have been like, hmm. I don't think I would have. I, I think I, I mean, I think I would have still the liked same. the movie, but I just wouldn't have liked the ending. I think I like the ending more yeah. so now that I, you know, that it was the way it ended. But again, th- this stuff is like for me, like I like this, right? I, 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 yeah. I like horror movies and, uh, you know, I get scared and I'm, I'm a big scaredy cat and I don't like watching them all the time. But this like was, like you said, right up my alley where it was in between that goofballness of, like making fun of the horror stuff. And I know you said the blood sacrifice and all that stuff. There's a bunch of little things. I think yeah, inherently, is. if you like when you go on the ride of, of the haunted mansion, it's pretty bleak. Like it's pretty sad. The things that happened to these people, they died. You know what I mean? They all died in a messed up way. And they, you know, and they thought, is the, is the walls stretching? And then, you see the paintings and then like you see how they're those people have died and it's like messed up. It's all cartoonish, but it's like it's pretty messed up. Um right. and then you see some of the uh some of the uh <laughs> which I freaking like is uh is uh is the the tombstones and the things they say and one of them is like the T H E O Theo and then later <laughs> Theo later. <laughs> it's so good. That's funny. <laughs> so good i'm sorry it's so we'll see you later but it uh oh my so funny like stupid that's in the ride i think they had some of the some of the tombstones in the movie like say things like that they were very fast though like i wasn't able to like 
get them all. So I like I think a second viewing probably would be awesome. I'm telling you, this movie's gonna do much much better. On, like when it starts streaming, this would have been a great streaming yeah. movie. Yeah, I agreed. I think being able to kind of rewind it and like see like what was that, and then like he's, I'm sure there's a bunch of little hidden jokes yeah, in there. Yeah. Um, the one thing though, uh, this is a spoiler. If you like the ride, and I, I'm just gonna, I just want to mention it because it doesn't pertain to the story at all. But it is a slight spoiler if you guys don't want to hear it. Just like, just like skip over this little part. <laughs> the Fergie song. <laughs> this is like a quick, like thirty second, like. But I did like the choice of not having any of the music. Like there are hints in the score, right? That that play like but there's no like when the goo is mean it's gone to squake about the social you know like that whole I wanted that for some reason, song but. thing i i liked what they did i did i don't think it fit i don't think it would have fit the tone of the movie if they all the, all the ghosts started dancing like at the end but i did love the the way it was woven into the score and like all the little like when you first walk in yeah yeah there's so many cool like references yeah there's a part where like the one of the guys is like playing the organ and it's the only song he can play because (laughs) yeah because jared leto's (laughs) or the box hat ghost or whatever he's like oh that's the only song he lets us play and it's funny because it just works you know for the there's so many great moments like that, dude. Especially if you like if you've gone on the ride so as many times as we have at like Disneyland. It's like, oh, I know what this is. I it was fun. The the part was fun, but I'm I'm glad they didn't just like break out in the song at the end. But um any other spoilers since we're in spoiler territory or any that you wanted to throw out there? Mm, I don't know. I can't think of anything. Honestly, it's not I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of a difficult movie for me to like really tell you of any spoilers because it kind of seems like when you watch the movie you <laughs> you kind of get the gist of what's gonna happen you know what i mean obviously they need to get rid of the hauntings you know it, it follows a different a different story slightly to uh the uh, eddie murphy one that had come out i think it yeah i think it follows the story more so of the uh the california uh version the the, the, right the, the disneyland one more so than anything because it's new Orleans. So it plays on that pretty darn well. And I, 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 yeah, I don't think there, there's not a big of spoiler really that I could mention, honestly, just great little movie. Um, I do like that little random reference of the, the doom buggy, you know, when they, uh, <laughs> they get kicked out of the house and it's like a chair that basically is just yeah. sliding them through the freaking the, 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 the house. And they go, and down, they the go down the stairs. It's kind of like, you know, like the ride, which I thought was pretty neat. Um, but yeah, there's not really major spoilers. Yeah, just fun. definitely, if you guys are listening to this and you got to this point, go watch this movie. Like, go watch this movie. It, uh, whether it be probably, I'm mean, going to wait for streaming probably till October, but um, definitely worth the watch in theaters. It was, it was really fun. I had a great time. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good one. Um, and go watch it in the drive-in if you can. If you guys have drive-ins, but okay, let's get into the turtles, dude. We watched the turtles together and it was what? Two days ago? One day ago? Yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was no. yesterday. Was it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Time has flown. Um, Dude, the turtles was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Did you, what'd you think? I'd say, yeah, dude, I, 
I was just, I got lost in it. I think all the nostalgia of the original Ninja Turtles movies kind of came back for me. And I just, I enjoyed the little references in the movie that just kind of like fulfilled <laughs> that little small moments for me. I think it, I think it, it worked more for uh, the older fan than it did the youngers, the younger ones. There's, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think both can enjoy both camps because there's so many little things that, you know, obviously they're teenagers and so they speak kind of like today's youth and they'll say little references here and there. And I think if you, you know, if obviously if you're young, you'll know them. I hang around. I mean, there's a lot of little, there's a lot of younger kids where I work and they all speak like that. And so I had a lot of fun kind of watching it through the perspective of me and then also through the perspective of, you know, like younger kids and stuff. Um, freaking uh man i want to i can't wait to get like the spoilers like the, the little the little references but i thought it was it, i thought it was awesome dude great little movie i jackie chan was awesome so random that he was in the movie yeah he was so good he though was really good. I, I really i really glad that he played um splinter in this one i thought he did a good job what did you think um i agree i agree it was it was fun it was a lot more fun than i thought it was gonna be i thought the the animation style was really cool. I know you were enjoying that animation style as well. It, it felt a lot of it felt like it was drawn by kids. Like it was like hand drawn in a way. And like, um, I, I, I enjoyed it. The, the, the way I know there's a, like, you know, there's, there's been some retellings of the history of the turtles and like how they come to be turtles and how they become ninjas. And I know they, they do change this slightly from, like the source material, I guess. But I, I thought what they did worked. Uh, like like you said, like if you go in with a f- fresh set of eyes, I thought it all worked. I thought it was all really cool. Um, It was like a fresh take. And I, I even like April, like I didn't hate her. Like I thought I was going to hate her, but I can see potential for her. Um, Yeah, it was good. It was fun. It was a fun movie, fun times. I think it, I think it's for kids and also adults. Um trying to think if there's anything there might be i mean depending on your kids the ending could be a little scary but i think the way they play it was very light and fun and um yeah good time overall i liked it would amelia like it would your would your daughter like it i don't think so (laughs) i think it was was, was, it's not upper i mean she's still really young but uh, eventually she will but not not now It, it i mean more for the, old, More the, for the slightly younger, older kids. Yeah, like the, the older kids. Yeah. I think our nephews would definitely like this movie a lot. It'll play up for like everything. Yeah. I think like music was awesome. And I think uh, also, you know, the, the fighting, the art style, all that stuff. And I think their father was going to take them to see it. I think he had, they had an interest in it. So I hope they check it out. I, I'm curious to hear their thoughts more so than than uh, my own, to be honest with you, because you know, I, I was going to eat this up. Like, it's Ninja Turtles. It's, it's nostalgia for me. Like, I've loved, the, you know, the original movies, the 90s. And I, I was hoping that they were going to do some sort of, uh, uh, <laughs> like, uh, callback to, like, the big pizza slices in the beginning of the first Ninja Turtle movie. Or oh, the way yeah. they eat it. It's all long, <laughs> long slice. But they didn't do that. But it's, didn't it have that, that fun... It's, it had that nostalgia to it. Like, it, it felt... I got that same feeling like if I was playing like the Ninja Turtles arcade game or if I was watching oh, yeah, like yeah. the original show, like I felt all that in this movie and it was really, it was great. It was, it was fun. Definitely a lot of like little homages to it. Um, I think everyone who worked on this was like 
a fan, right? It feel it felt like there was a lot of fans working on this movie. Um, yeah, definitely check it out. Um, Ernie, I need you to tell me the spoilers. Like, get into the spoilers. Of let's let's do it. Ninja Turtle <laughs> of this movie. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I know. Did um, we're talking about the little homages, dude. There's a moment in the movie where they're fighting in like some sort of garage, and like they, one of the guys. One of the turtles, I think, goes into the freaking car and, and then the radio turns on and it plays Vanilla's, Vanilla Ice's song from Teenage Ninja Turtles 2. I forget what it's called. Again. I, uh, Ooh, or something, I forget. But um, it plays the song and it's like, go ninja, go ninja, go, go ninja. And I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, that is so <laughs> awesome. It's like such a random little like song that's, and I, I feel like maybe a lot of people, I mean, again, it's, it's built for the older fans, right, that watch the originals that continue to watch the Ninja Turtles. Like, the Ninja Turtles still has, like, a lot of great, like, their animated shows are pretty darn good if you watch them. I've only seen a couple episodes, but they're, they're like, really good. So, um, but yeah, uh, love that little <laughs> nostalgia, like, call out to the, to the original movies. Um, this one doesn't get, is not sponsored by Domino's. This one's sponsored by Pizza Hut, uh, in case you were yeah. wondering. <laughs> that's true that's true dude a couple of little yeah. no, I was gonna say I was like cause you know it's sponsored by pizza it's like uh, like Barbie at some point Barbie becomes a Chevy commercial for like I don't know like <laughs> the middle part of the movie it's like and it's like it's so weird when it happens in Barbie you're just like what the, what the heck it's all yeah, by it's the new four wheel drive <laughs> MPG something and it, you just I'm like Tag, random. MPG. I want my. I want my. I want my MPG. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> uh, trying to think moments I liked. Uh, I have a couple nitpicks, but I really liked. Dude, there was a a really fun moment where they're all fighting, and it's continuous side scroll, and it felt like the game. Like it really felt like they were like like fighting the the thugs in the game. Um, a lot of fun moments where they just like let it hang like the, the turtles were like just goofing around and they just let the moment go right like they just kept like talking and then I think the April like cuts back to April she's like like none of this is gonna help your, <laughs> help your, your, your cause whatever, right yeah. your case or whatever but I love that moment I was like dude this feels like they're teenagers like just having you know being teenagers yeah, that's yeah. what I liked I, I, I um, freaking I thought that was great too. My favorite, you know, what my favorite part dude, was uh, is when uh, when freaking uh, uh, what's his name Splinter finds the turtles, his baby, his little babies, and, and then they're like he's like raising them, and then you see them as like oh, little yeah. kids and stuff, and then and then he has like Alert. this sweet like afro hair with like a beard. It's so sweet, like a single daddy. <laughs> No, <laughs> just raising these turtles. It's so freaking funny, bro. There's a lot of like, there's like little emotional moments when he's like looking at a picture of them as babies and how much they loved their dad. And then it goes to the next picture of them being teenagers and how much like there's a, like there's a sort of kind of like not unspoken, but like now they're not as close as they, they were before. You know what I mean? You can see them kind of like pushing away from the dad. Cause they're, you know, they're teenagers. It's just, they grow apart. Yeah. That's what happened. It's just fun. Yeah. And I, I like that little emotional, emotional moment of the movie. 
I, I really liked when they slowed down and did those emotional beats because they they did that. that that's a classic thing in like uh, 90s movies, I feel. When there's something they need to to like sit with or talk with and, and it's it's part of the internal story. Like they slowed it down. Even in the midst of the chaos of the final battle scene, there's like this moment where like they talk to each other and they're saying like, they're basically talking about, I'm trying to think about this when it was, but they, I, I just liked how they did that, right? Because like you, you need those beats to like flesh out the emotional storyline, not just like action for action's sake, but it's like, you know, here's why. And like, okay. So the perfect example is with splinter, right? Like there's that whole moment where the guy comes up to splinter is like, Hey, are you okay? Right. And like when he's getting, uh, he, he just got thrown and that could have been a quick thing where it's just like, quick moment but they they stayed on it for enough time to give his arc to his his like his distrust of humans right i i just liked all the all those little emotional moments kind of made made the film a lot better i think and i, I think agree, a yeah. lot of times we skip over it go fast just to get to the action and i think it was needed i think there was some really cool dude splinter was a really <laughs> it's funny you had i forget what you said but you had commented about Splinter yesterday. Oh, we were talking. yeah. There was this thing on Twitter where people were saying, oh, Splinter's gay or something like that. Oh, and yeah. I yeah. was like, I'm like, oh, I was like, why do they have to make him gay? Like, what does it matter? Like, I don't think ever watching it like that mattered. You know, I wasn't like, oh, they, they need to be dating or something. But I, I, I don't know why people were saying it. there was like a few people that were like saying it, but I didn't catch it in the movie. There was nothing like that. I was like. People are just saying stupid things just to say stupid things. They're just trying to figure it. That's stupid, I but I want to talk about Splinter a little bit. But you were talking about the uh, the distrust right. with humans, and I think uh, I think uh, when we first saw the trailer, I think I was telling you that this movie was going to be more about more so the accept the the acceptance and family. That's this is what like the two big you know sort of uh, uh, story beats are in, in the in the whole as a whole in the movie, and and I, I there, there's this particular moment that you know splinter's always warning his kids and rightfully so he's like telling them hey humans are are not to be trusted they're gonna they're gonna try to hurt you and they're gonna milk you he always just will mention milking and eventually yeah. at some point <laughs> like they get to a point towards the end of the movie where they're getting basically milked for their ooze you know their their their, their mutation yeah. uh liquid that they have inside them so they can create more mutants and when they're sucking, when they're sucking the thing, you know, Master Splinter comes in, he, he saves their lives. And then he looks at the machine and the machine's called the milker. And then he goes, he's all, does that say milking? <laughs> Something like that. It's so funny. He's like, they're milking. They're literally, they're literally milking. milking us, <laughs> it's yeah. like, it was like Milk Master 2000 or something. Yeah, it's just, it's funny because like, you know, like it, it, it's, it's like when your parents like tell you, hey, don't do this because this is going to happen. And then you do it. And then it happens and you're like, Oh my gosh, they were right. Like they, they, they do that. And it's so <laughs> well done. It's so hilarious. Freaking. Man. That was a funny, that was like a laugh out loud moment. Oh man. It was, oh, I was trying to think of, Oh, okay. So my, I have like three nitpicks, uh, maybe two, but the one was, when uh leonardo <laughs> sees april for the first time and he's just like starstruck like he's just like uh, head over heels in love all of a sudden i was like come on bro like really like because they, they know 
all that backlash from the internet, right? Like they knew people were saying like, she doesn't look like April. Like, and they made him be like, what, what is it? Like he kept saying like, we have to go save that, the, the, the scooter of that incredibly gorgeous woman. Like he kept saying, I was like, come on, bro. I, I don't know. That part was still a little too much. Yeah, it's funny. But I have a theory. They could still like she's she's in like high school, right? Yeah, like she's yeah. still young. Yeah. What if in the next movie she gets like super hot? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe she <laughs> just hits people. I don't know. <laughs> or he's like, no. no, I mean, I, I mean, she's I, I don't know. I've seen like things on Twitter. People are like, why do you guys want to make her sexy? She's a teenager. Um, because April O'Neil's always been like an adult when we usually see her, right? She's not, or at least when I'm watching her in the movies, she's like an adult. Um, it's funny that you say that though. I mean, probably, but I think the weirdest thing is that it's bestiality, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if she ends up falling in love <laughs> yeah. for like uh, Leonardo, that's probably worse than her being chubs. That's true, yeah. That's um, true. I don't think it'll ever. Well, she kind of hinted at it, right? Because she wanted to go to prom with him. But then she's like, this is just as friends, right? That's the thing. Oh. See, I don't know. She hasn't met Casey Jones yet. You know what I mean? Uh, that's true. That's so weird. I don't know. Oh, that's true. Was he even in the movie? He wasn't no, in the movie, right? Not. Casey Jones. Dude. Um, yeah. I did what's like, though, nitpick? that they, they had that moment. Oh, no, sorry. I was going to say, what's your other nitpick? I wanted to hear the other. Oh, my other nitpick was uh, they pretty much did the ending of Evil Dead Rise. Um, and I think that was a little weird. Like, I don't know what's the, what's the, uh, like Hollywood has just been on this kick of like taking other humans or animals and melding them into giant, like crazy looking creatures. It's a little off putting. Like, I feel like that's the part that kids might not like, right. Seeing like horses and whales glued together and like, it was kind of weird. Like that part was a little weird. Like it could have just been a giant fly and I still would have had the same impact. But to me, I was like, oh, they're just repeating what they did with Evil Dead. <laughs> that was when that was with one thing I was like, that's probably not that's probably a little, a little too far for kids. That might be a little scary. Um but I was gonna say I I really I don't what, what did you did that bother you at all? Probably uh, no, you. I mean it was really uh, it, like it gave me the freaking what are the <laughs> the goosebumps. It was kinda gr- it was kinda gross. But I, it didn't bother me. Not like not like how I bothered you for the kids. Uh, I mean, I think this is for older kids, not for like we're not taking. I think it's fine for the teenagers. Yeah, it's for teenagers. Yeah. The way they for, did like, it, you know, the younger kids for sure. There's a lot of little like references to like more adult stuff, like like the music that they sure. add and and you know stuff like that. But I mean, I don't know. What were we gonna say though? Or the cutaways to all like the ninja um, ninja movies, like yeah, yeah. Learning it's like drunken a, masters on there. Cool. Yeah. I forgot what other is another Jackie Chan movie. There's a few Jackie Chan movies on there. Um, on top of my head, I don't remember them, but pretty sweet little callbacks to how they learn how to be ninjas, which is so freaking random. I always thought because in the original, he's like, I was, you know, what he's like in the car, in the movie, there's like, I was taught by my master, and it's like he's like a little rat going, it's so stupid, but I like that. I don't know. The other thing I I really liked was the ending. Um, I don't think this has happened. Has it happened in the cartoons at all where the turtles actually get to go to school? Uh, Not that I remember, to be honest with you. I don't think so. I don't think there's ever been an acceptance for the turtles, even like in the movies. 
like for the in the grand like scale of that i think they they get accepted by the people they save um because like in teenage mutant yeah. turtles 3 they saved the little girl the little boy so like, yoshi yoshi and then he, he goes through the freaking the, the the burning building to save him um yeah I don't know. yeah I, this i think you're right like at least i didn't remember that ever happening because I felt like this was a little bit of a wish fulfillment. Like that, the way it ended, I was like, yes. Like I wanted to see the turtles get their wish of like going to going to high school and like actually getting the. This kind of reminded me of Spider Man No Way Home. I feel like it's gonna, it's gonna yeah, be like that bit. where it's like they're in prom and then it's just the next movie's gonna start whenever they end up doing whatever they do. Oh, maybe. And it's like it can just picks right up. I forget up. what the song it's is like for cool. the No Way Home that's like super popular, but it's like, I don't give a dang about my bad reputation. No, it's not that song, huh? I just feel like it should be. <laughs> is it that no, one? No, no, no. It's like another. It's yeah, like, it's like, it's Oh, that's I'm it. Yeah. Right, I'm I'm right. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Dude, any anything else on oh, yes. the turtles? Because I I just want to I I just want to get to this other movie, and I I honestly don't want to get into it too crazy. I just really want to hear we're your done. wife's we're thing. Done. We got it. We got to cut it off here. Gotta, <laughs> no, no, no. I want to I want to hear this part. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about talk. Don't talk to me. You know, it's a talk to me horror movie, dude. Great little horror movie. I enjoyed it. My wife enjoyed it. I think it's one of the better horror movies that's come out. In quite some time, better than Skinny Marinka Dinky Do, which is a Hulu movie. It's on Hulu right now if you guys want to watch a ceiling for three hours or two hours. <laughs> um, uh, I know a lot of people are like, if you talk crap about this movie, like people get angry that because you're staring at a wall, you should have enjoyed it more. It's whatever. I'm not going to get into it. Um, it's highbrow horror, right? I don't right? even know what, what that is. Like what, the, what the heck? What is that even? Highbrow high because you're looking at a ceiling? <laughs> maybe jesus come on come on whatever uh I if i wanted I to watch these dude go watch if you guys want to watch something better than skin of a rank go watch nukes top five and that is basically random videos of people who post it on youtube and or tiktok or whatever but he just gathers all this footage he puts it together and he tells you what's on the footage he enhances it or whatever and then he tells you do you believe it he never tells you i believe it He's like, do you believe it? And then he leaves it to you, and then you you figure it out. I think that's much better than Skinamarinky Dinkies. But that's just me. I'm a different type of horror lover. Um, but, dude, let's talk about don't, <laughs> so don't talk to me. Let's talk about talk to me. Dude, this movie creeped me out, and I think it worked really well. And I remember when we were watching, I told my wife, you know, it's teenagers doing stupid things and, and you know, right? It, it, like a 70s, 80s horror movie, right? Teenagers doing stupid things and then they get killed, right? Yeah, it, it just it follows that. But I think it, it changes it so ever so slightly to the new age of things that are happening. And I, I think it works so well that there's no disbelief here. Like, I, I just felt like, oh, man, this could happen. And I think it, it it falls more in line with not just regular horror, but a psychological horror. And and I think I think it has it deals with like well, I mean, without giving spoilers, it deals with loss, it deals with mental health, and it deals with it deals with um uh you know what happens when you're grieving. And I think I think it I think it 
you know, bringing all that into this particular, we're going to call it the new Ouija board, uh, sort of, uh, you know, <laughs> horror item, you know, cause now it's going to be like a horror item, right? Everyone's going to talk about this stupid hand. <laughs> uh, and, and I, I don't know. I, I freaking really enjoyed it. I, I know what you're going to say, Jason. I, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts and I want to hear Alex's thoughts. Cause I, me and my wife were like highly recommending this movie. To both of you. I hope you didn't sway her thoughts. You were just like in a weird, oh my God, you know, like telling her something like to hate it. <laughs> no, dude, we, we watched it because you guys had recommended it so much. Like you guys were like, go watch this movie. Go watch this movie. It's so good. It's so good. And I was like, is it better than Hereditary? You're like, you know, Hereditary is like a dark, like depressing. That is very this, is like, this is like different. Like, and then you're like. I was like, is it better than Midsommar? And you're like, no, dude, Midsommar is like a different, like, don't even think about that. that. Like, you're you're like, just go watch it. It's so good. It's so good. And so we watched it. This movie is depressing. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. It's a horror movie. A lot of the, I don't, I don't know what horror movie you've watched. It's highbrow horror. I I don't know what horror movie you've watched where you're like, man, I left really happy. There are some. There are Which, some. But this I want one, you to give me. No, we're not talking about scary movies. I don't, I, it's hard not to spoil it. I'll, let me just say, I'm trying to think how to say it without spoiling yeah. it. If you enjoy, I'll say the concept is interesting. It's executed extremely well, right? Like for what these YouTubers were were doing, what they put on screen was really well done. Like it really sucks you in, and you're really like engaged in the story, and you're like interested teenagers doing dumb things they do a lot of dumb things they there was things where it's like what like why and then like um and then you think about Uh, it and you're like yeah they're stupid teenagers it makes sense well i mean yes but they're also like they're also like like why uh, it's like i don't know why i would root for these people the choices that they made i don't think you're supposed to right like i I, when i was watching this movie i don't remember thinking like man i really want her to to, to be the one to do this or not to this. Let me get her. <laughs> no, but felt like. I was just like, man, these like she's I, I, it's hard not to spoil it, but I was like, man, why? Why? Why are we following her around? I don't know. I, I guess I was curious, like why she was the lead. And then like. I'll I'll I'll, I'll say, though, that the performances were great. Like she did a really good job. I thought the the little kid did a really good job. I thought the. The mom did a really good job. Everyone was was doing like well acting. It was good. Um, and even the concept was intriguing. It's this. I was thinking like this movie couldn't have been made ten years ago because I think with the TikTok era and like how much horror has grown in the last ten years, like you're no longer like ghosts and possession are not scary enough, right? So now like it, you're in an era where it's like. Oh, you get a little high. Like this movie to me was like, is kind of like an allegory for drugs in a way, right? Like because the way they're, the way they're doing the hand thing, like you see this in the trailer, like it, they're getting almost like a sense of high off of it, and it was just interesting. I, I mean, that's funny. They kind of yeah. took, they took the things that you you see as like, oh, they used to be really scary, and then they they took it to the next level. Like now, kids are bored with everything because there's such TikTok generation, right? So that to that point, it was very believable, right? Like, of course, you're gonna pull out your phones and you record, and of course, you're gonna want to stream it and like get people's reactions, and like that part was very realistic. And I was like, oh, that's 
that makes sense. Felt very real. Um, but I didn't walk away like I was amazing. <laughs> Sorry. No, don't no, no, apologize. No. Did I know you don't like horror movies? <laughs> Uh, I, 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 I wanted told you, to though, the way you're well, hyping it up, I, no, I was really I hyped wanting it up for to your, give your wife because I know that. she would probably like it more so, but, um, you know, you know my wife told it, me, it's funny cause you okay. said that, you know, you felt like they were taking like a, a new, a new approach to horror and, and yeah, I think so as well. But this movie for me more so with like the new generation, I think it was dealing with mental health issues. And I think I, like I mentioned in the beginning and I think that took a big precedence in the whole film. Like, I think, you know, you know, it caused a certain type of, 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 uh, of, uh, I don't know, like ghosts that come out from, from said hand. It, uh, it, you know, it, it had a sweet relief to them because they were able to basically give up their body and release that negative feeling that they had. I think that was the whole purpose. Like you said, it's like, it was like a drug. And I think, you know, a lot of kids now are kind of like, you know, whether, whether it be vaping and or self-medicating themselves. Like I've talked to like these kids that just take like crazy drugs. And I'm like, how are you getting your hands on these things? And it, and it's, this is that generation. It's like everyone can get just random, like drugged out. And I think this is kind of like what they was going for. It was like, that's that more so, the mental health issues of what is happening right now in, in this day and age. And I think that's why I, I like the little, I like the movie a little bit more honestly than, than other R films. Like, I mean, Insidious was great. And I think that just, that was just a basic horror movie that, you know, and it did really well. It made its money back and everything. And I highly recommend that too. But this movie more so was such a different take on R. And I think it, it, it for me and my wife, I think it, well, I can't speak for my wife, but it reminded us more of those movies that are kind of not out of pocket, but they're more different uh, that don't really get the, 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 like the limelight usually. Like you see these movies on, oh my gosh, what's that app that uh, it's like about horror movies? Shudder. Like those movies that you get on Shudder that are like just random, like we call them B movies, I guess, but they're not really on the theaters. They kind of felt like those movies, but they're really great movies. They just don't have the budget of these mo- like these bigger movies. So I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. But I want to hear your wife's thoughts, dude. That's 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 the that's uh. the one I want to hear. I want to see if, if she's like she hated it. Oh, she freaking hated it, didn't she? Well, she watched it and then I think uh when when we when when it finished, she was saying like I don't she's like, I don't know if this is necessarily my type of horror. Like she was saying like I think she didn't like it as much as she thought she was going to like it. And I definitely would like to talk to her more about it. Cause like we were literally like right after like kind of random podcast right afterwards, but she, she wasn't as into it as I thought she was going to be. Like I thought she was going to be really into, it. I think, Oh uh, yeah. It's hard to not spoil, but we can get into spoilers. Yeah. Because, spoilers. Um, yeah, the movie's, the movie's dark, the movie's bleak, and uh Okay, all right. From this point on, you guys are gonna you guys are gonna get spoiled. But the opening scene kind of sets the tone for like the whole movie. And it's kind of like just trying to be shocking and it's it's a mean movie. It's just a kind of a mean movie. Like if you think about it, because these kids, of course they're doing dumb things, but 
none of the things that happen are necessarily like like okay. So the kid, well, okay. How do we want to? How do we start? Spoil it. I mean <laughs> the guy the guy in the the guy in the beginning is looking for the the guy that has the hand right and then the the he's, he, he takes him out of the room and then he ends up stabbing him and then he ends up killing himself and I was like okay so that's setting the tone right like whatever you're going to be playing with has cruel intentions for you and you're going to end up dead like it's going to be one of those movies right kind of sounds like, like every other kids are going to be with like some sort of like uh item right? yeah yeah it's one of those like where the the cat's playing with the mouse in the corner of the room and there's no chance for the mouse to survive right like it's like one of those movies and i don't like those ones so that's probably why you're saying jason's not gonna like this movie i really like the concept but the, the execution the way the way that the kid was like the kid was like hey i want to try it i want to just like a drug right it's just like if they're passing around a drug and there's that whole sequence where they're just making light of it. Like, oh, this is so much fun. You're getting this high. And like, there's that, that montage scene. And then the kid, because he's in the room, he's like, oh, I want to try it. Like, everybody looks like they're having fun. So it's that it's that social pressure. And then everybody's like, no, you probably shouldn't. Like, this is not for you. And the the girl who has already tried it and gotten that high, she's already hooked on it. She's like, oh, give them like 50 seconds. Right. Give them like, you know, a little bit of time. And the, the, was it like the, the sister had already walked out she's like, no, I don't, I don't like this. And like, she had walked out and then the kids like, you know, that, that was the most like shocking thing, right? Where he just starts hitting his head and like, like basically trying to kill himself. I was like, yeah, that's pretty much what I expected to happen. Like it wasn't like none, nothing in this movie was like feel good. Right. Because even the, even the main character who you're supposed to like, she's like, she's kind of a jerk throughout most of the movie. She tries to, you know, get with the, the ex, right? She invites him over. It's like, yeah, that's not something you do with like well, your see, best that's friends. A, that's, yeah. that, that's, that's not real. That's tell not, me, tell me more. I don't know, but that's not how it went down. It's like, <laughs> she's psychologically damaged. I mean, the, the whole movie, again, it's, it's, it's a, the big cry about emotional health or mental health. I apologize. Mm. And I think, you know, she's in, the great thing about this actor is that she was able to portray an emotional distress throughout the whole film. And again, yeah, no, it's very depressing. It sucks. It's it, it, it's sad. I don't think I I've I was I don't think I walked into this movie thinking, oh, I'm going to root for these people. Like I already expected that they were going to die from doing these stupid things and they're dumb teenagers. Right. Um, kind of like when you watch Halloween. Right. Um, you you're watching the movie and you're like, oh these 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 guys are doing something stupid, smoking weed. They're gonna die. You know what I mean? Like it just it's just like an inherent thing. You were expecting everyone to die before you went into the. Movie? I was. I don't think I I, I watched. Oh. The, I didn't even watch the trailer, Jason. Anything you ever talked? Do you send it? Oh, no, you didn't watch I the just trailer? really went into the movie. Was like, okay, we're gonna watch this horror movie. And so when I watched the movie. I didn't know we were going to get like, there was no point in the, Oh, that's the hero. Like I, I didn't, that was me. That's not, <laughs> I didn't expect there was no, there was one, no to one to root for. for. I, I didn't expect that. Like, yeah, um, but like, again, you get more into the movie and then like, obviously she has that guy come over and there's like a reasoning behind it. I totally forget why. And she starts sucking his toes, but she's not trying to hook up with him. She's just, she just she doesn't, doesn't want to be alone. And then obviously, you know, yeah. she sucks the toe. And there's that moment where she's kind of like 
up against his leg and it's sad right because you think oh she really is just lonely yeah. like she just wants somebody yeah because of what right? happened to her you know spoiler alert like her mom kills herself and her mom had yeah, some she, sort of was she overdosed yeah or she overdosed and it makes me. it seem like a, like th- there's like two sides of the story and you, I don't know you really don't get it really because she either she either killed herself because she was depressed and or she killed herself by accident and you don't and, and then like the dad tells her a certain story and then the mom who is a ghost tells her a different story and it's like I don't know which one to believe. Well, the mom was the mom ghost wasn't her mom. Oh, right. It wasn't the mom. Right. Okay. And then all like, yeah, I think I'm telling you, I think it was just a big like mental thing. Like she was already depressed. And I think this is like, I think this is like, uh, so sort of, you know, sadly it happens, but you know, when you lose someone, especially someone close to you, you do get into a dark hole. And I think they were trying to portray that on film and, all the negative things that do come into your head when you lose someone like that, because you're like that, that were, they were my everything and I don't want to be without them. And I think, I think they tried like, and put, put that into the movie. And, um, I think the negative energy that you were talking about, like that whole devil demon, I don't even know what the hand is, whatever the hand evil is. It fed on that kind of like the, in the, in the, we talked about the haunted mansion, right? It fed on Lakeith Stanfield's, negative aspects of life like he like he always kept he always says i think throughout the movie something about the world is bleak and we don't matter or something like that because he lost his wife to a car accident and and the negative goes whatever jared leto um in a cat suit he comes in and he tries to strip his (laughs) life off the cat suit (laughs) and the cat suit Uh, yeah i mean I I understand that point of it. That's actually a really interesting part of the story, right? Because when you are in that depressed state, you are more susceptible to trying different things. And that's probably why a lot of people go down the road of drugs. And, you know, you get that high because it's that momentary release, right? It's momentary relief. And that's what they're doing when they're, like you said, when they're getting that high off of being possessed, right? It was like a temporary they felt she she even describes it right she felt like she was in the she was in the passenger seat right and she didn't have to worry about anything for that moment and so there was that she's like it felt incredible right um it's just to me it was just so sad i just the, the whole movie is just very dark and like it's depressing it was a very sad movie and maybe that was the point of it right is to be like our culture has gotten to this point where nothing faces us nothing like they're kids are just depressed i mean is that the point of the movie like i don't know i don't know probably um, dude. i mean I, the guy like i might be wrong about this but the there was a guy uh, i forget i think his name is angus i think he died at 27 or something like that but he's the guy that from euphoria and uh he was one of like the main characters i don't, I don't know if you watched the show i don't think you did but you, you saw that he mm-hmm. passed away mm-hmm. his father had passed away like a few days or a week before which put him into a downward spiral of depression and you know unfortunately he he commit i don't know if he committed suicide or he overdosed as well but he he died because of said that depression of losing his father you know what i mean so it's not this isn't i think you know we always talk about this with like movies and sometimes you know we want to go to and we've talked about this we want to go to a movie and we want to forget about the sadness we want to have 
you know, have, you know, just have the light of the world you know, or the darkness of the world not be in our movies. But sometimes, like, you know, artistically, a lot of people want to put that. It's like it's like when uh, the painters used to paint something and it would it would convey a message and you would look at it and you'd be like, oh, my gosh, I'm angry. You know what I mean? Or I'm sad. And it's it's it's, you know, it's different perspectives and uh, art medium. But so it was you think it was like the actors or not the actors, the directors and the writers like we're trying to do like not a cry for help, but like a like a awareness, awareness of like problem, you, should, you yeah. guys should maybe be aware like a lot of teenagers are like depressed like this well not a lot probably. but i mean probably you know, more so the ones that are dealing with some sort of something that's happening in their lives more yeah probably because mental health is just like a big thing right yeah. i think i've heard right. more people are going to therapy than i've ever heard in my life now like it's not a like back when mm-hmm. we were like what younger <laughs> sorry we're not not young anymore but like when did you ever hear oh my friends in therapy we didn't hear that now it's like most people are in therapy and it's again it's the world is bleak right a lot of bad things are happening and yeah and there's also a lot of things in therapy and like uh the treatment of depression that are it's like I, i was reading there's a lot of stuff that isn't it doesn't help right like there's a lot of the science is very relatively new and a lot of the drugs that people take for depression don't actually help them. Like sometimes it can make it worse. Right. So I think you're right. This is a, it's it, in that sense, it's good. Right. It kind of calls, calls awareness to it. I just felt like the, <laughs> so one of my theories was that the mom that she was seeing was actually the original ghost that she saw, but the drowned, like drowned woman, like yeah, the woman yeah, that yeah. was like all, looked like she had drowned like mm. she's all puffy and she's wet and stuff because the mom like progressively gets more wet and like her eye was the same like glassy eye um so my thought my theory was she was just being possessed by the same demon like throughout the whole thing and she and it was trying to get her to cause more harm to more people like i don't even know if the mom would know who riley was maybe maybe she would but i just thought it was interesting how she when she first gets possessed, she looks straight at the kid and says, like, they like you, right? And so, like, they were they were out to get him because he was the most innocent. Yeah, yeah. So, for, to me, it was like she was just being hot. She was just being possessed by the same demon throughout the whole thing and wanting her, using her to to hurt everybody else around her, basically. Yeah. Well, I think that's, like, um, kind of what happens with the hand, right? Because I think, like you said, that guy that stabs the brother or whatever. You later find out that he was doing right. it, and then, like, in the end of this movie, you know, spoiler alert, like, she's about to kill the kid to basically sacrifice him, and she ends up getting right. killed herself, you know, and and and, and, and she was thinking that, or she was being tricked into thinking that the only way to save him was yeah, to kill him, Yeah, because he was right? suffering, like, but it was never happening. Suffering. Right. And even the dad... When the dad finds the hand, she hears the dad knocking on the door. And it's not even and the so dad, the, yeah. The demon was playing all kinds of tri- yeah, tricks yeah. on her, yeah, to like make her want to kill everybody around yeah, her. Basically, so, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a trippy movie. I, I, you know, I'll end it with this. It was running a little longer, but I enjoyed the movie, and I think right. it was it was a different take on a horror movie than I've seen in quite some time. And uh, again, you know, we, me and my wife usually go into watch. The, you know, watch these movies and not because we're depressed or sad or inherently nothing, you know, we're okay. 
um, or we're good. I mean, we're, everyone's, you know, has, you know, things here and there, but, you know, watching the movie, not, not that I did not once think like, man, I feel sad. I just remember thinking, well, that was a pretty good horror movie. Like it made me think differently about the aspects of, of, uh, of how stupid these kids were and what they were going through in their lives. And I think, you know, we don't always have to leave like, again, like, like I said this before, but we don't always have to leave with a happy note. <laughs> like we're not, you know, that not every movie is like that. I mean, don't watch these movies. Don't watch horror movies if you don't want that. Right. I, I, you know, like don't watch certain movies if you don't want that. It's like, uh, people who didn't want to watch Sound of Freedom because of it's a cue on. I don't know. I can't. I just saw we we watched Sound of Freedom. We weren't thinking of anything. We just were like, oh, we heard it was a good movie. But everyone is like, oh, it's it's this. It's like QAnon, right, left, this, uh, two hooves on the on the. I don't know. I can't. I can't even. I just said that out of my top of my head. But you know what I mean? <laughs> that movie, that movie is wild, dude. Sound of Freedom, like it made it, it freaking made me sad. That that is sad. That that is real. That is real. You know what I mean? And it's sad. And a lot of people are, you know what yeah, I mean? That's like, true. I left more sad in that movie than freaking this movie. At least this movie, I thought, oh, this yeah, is not for real. Sure. For sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, this movie's sad, but it's more sad because of, like, it's sad that teenagers being so dumb and it's sad the the circumstances right like that mm-hmm. she was so depressed and like that part of it is sad but you're right uh i guess for it's not a bad movie it's not like it's like structurally the way it was written it's very clever it's very like the even the way it ends it's very clever like the way she ends up being one of the souls trapped in the hand or trapped to be in the the same thing that other kids are doing right like how the hand gets passed along like that was cool that was a cool little twist um it's just you will walk out like not with a good feeling i think if you're like i say with everything like if you're your physical health your mental health everything right like it's all balanced right like the if you generally eat what really well and it's fine to have junk food every now and then right if you generally have good uh you know healthy exercise it's okay to just sit on the couch for a while. Like it's, it's, I think it's just balance, right? If you're, uh, if you're just going to watch horror movies all day, it's like junk food for the brain in, in yeah. a way. Um, and I, I'm, I'm fine with it. Like I, I didn't hate the movie. It wasn't like a terrible movie, but I watch it again. No. I wouldn't watch this would again. I recommend either. it. No, I, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't recommend it either, but I would recommend it for, actually I'd recommend it for the, the way the story was told. If you're a, if you're a horror fan, definitely watch it. Like this is a pretty like, interesting horror but will i go out and like recommend it to like family no <laughs> no uh, you wouldn't do you wouldn't do what i did <laughs> no i mean like if you're a horror fan definitely like you'll check it out it's interesting and I, I do like your take on like the how it's bringing awareness to the depression of kids and i think that's very real like that's a very real thing sound of freedom was sadder though it was really sad honestly think about it it's like I left that movie and I was like, oh, it ended on a, like a good note because like, oh, well, I mean, spoiler alert, like the kid, the kid gets rescued and it's like, oh, he, she's not sex trafficked anymore or whatever. But then like you think about yeah. it and it's like, there's still a lot of kids who are sex trafficked and it's like, and you're like, dude, this is like real. This isn't like, wasn't made up. I get why people are like mad and saying again that it's a right wing movie or whatever and all that stuff. Like, 
again, I'm not political. I don't care. But like uh, when this is like real, kind of doesn't make sense. He would get mad at it. <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm tripping, true. dude. I, I don't know. Dude, yeah. <laughs> okay, I never looked into it, but it's one- good. No, I was going to say uh, the, the, I was telling my wife, we went, we had, um, like a birthday break or lunch with, um, my parents and my nieces came with us and we, afterwards, after we had the, the, the food, we went, went and walked around the Dollar Tree and like, cause they had like, they had money and they were like, Oh, let's go get some, like some snacks or what, candy. Like they love candy. And the whole time we're walking around the Dollar Tree, I don't know why, but I was like, stay together like i want like i had it in my mind like we we all gotta stay together as a group because they're they're at that age right they're 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 two my two nieces are like at that age and they're so full of energy like they'll just go running somewhere and then i'll be like where did so like where did she go and i have to go like but like in my head i was like i was like keep them together (laughs) and i i I told my wife afterwards i was like i don't know why but i was thinking sound of freedom like the whole time i was like in my head like they gotta stay together and she's like don't worry i was thinking about it too it it was impactful at uh, least, yeah. right? It has an effect it's on you. Like, I mean, we have stories. Yeah. Like, I mean, my wife told me like one of her, one of our her siblings almost got taken. You know what I mean? Like from her mother's hands. Yeah. This is a real story. That's a crazy. real story. This isn't like, yeah. you know, like I don't know. Like a lot of people always think that like, oh no, I'm not. There's no record of this. Like you guys can look this up. Like this is like real stuff that happened. And it's sad. And then, like, there's even, dude, I've gone down, like, rabbit holes where, like, like, the, 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 I mean, the Hollywood industry and how they're, they're doing sex trafficking and all that stuff. It's crazy, bro. I don't know if you ever looked into this. It's kind of trippy. And they'll use, like, in the movie, they talk about it a little bit, but they'll use, like, food references or references for stuff. And so if you see a person who is on the higher up, like uh like a uh like an actor and or like a studio head director something like that and they talk about like eating pizza or like something like that or they mention pizza that means that they 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 are like they're they're it's like code, code for word. that they like kids or whatever Sounds it is weird. weird bro but uh i don't know I don't know. You guys can look that up yourselves. <laughs> All right. Um, we've come to the conclusion that Jason does not like horror movies. I will not recommend anything to you and your wife again. This is probably uh, the last dude. one. Uh, <laughs> but yes, as always, ladies and gentlemen, anything in between, we'd like to thank the audience for tuning in every week when we drop an episode. We appreciate it and we appreciate you. Please follow us on Twitter at WatchClosselyPod. And also on Instagram, there I and Jason will be there to, uh, uh, you know, talk movies, television, everything that's streaming. And, uh, you know, maybe you could talk about something else. Maybe you could talk to us about freaking, um, I don't know, maybe what happened with Lizzo and how she might be against fat people. Who knows? Jason. Jason. That's that's one. (laughs) Uh, I do. I do like horror movies. I just didn't like that one. Um, Thank you guys for listening to us. If you guys made it to the end. you guys are the true fans. I appreciate you guys every week for coming and hanging out with us. Uh, we'll be back again next week for a new episode. Until then, have a great week. And we'll talk to you guys. Bye.